episode 29. Thank you all for listening to episode 28, Turkey Ted, a heel turn story. I am Gary, here with my one and only co-host. We don't have any other co-host today? No, unfortunately, Jake has to fly to Oregon to, uh, to take care of some... Oregon or Oregon? Oregon? Oregon. Oregon's like, like the city. Oregon Trail, Oregon Trail. Mm, I say Oregon. Oregon, whatever. What's what's that city in Ohio? Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, so I think it's Oregon. 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 <laughs> okay. Either way, who are you? I'm Bear slash Ryan slash Bear. Okay. Slash Ryan slash Bear. I like it. Cub. <laughs> and uh, Brandon is off again, but he's going to call into the show a little bit later. Boo. <laughs> say that again. Boo. Thank you. Please. Just saw bees around. That's why I said that. Yeah, 33 degree weather. Yeah, yes, <laughs> it's they wonderful. Were, I saw them. I swear. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell you quite yet, but uh, I worked out an arrangement with ex-wife. I think we're gonna rent a room in the house because it's just too damn cold out here. Instead of renting, can we just sneak in instead? Just try not to make a lot of noise. Yeah, but we could. But like Tuesday and Wednesday night, she has the kid, so. We, he might hear us. That's true. And then the dog, he's nuts. So people might hear dog barking yeah, in the background. I'm actually pretty sure that's why you guys got divorced, because that dog hated me. Probably true. That's wait, 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 What were you doing? What are you saying? Well, so I was just making a point. The dog just didn't like me when I came over to hang out. So that's why. That was like 2% of the reason, I think. Hang, I out, hang out with her or us? What are us. you trying to say? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I was wondering there for a second. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, why would I come over every other weekend you were gone? Shit. Wait, what? Uh, you're lucky I like you. New phone, who dis? <laughs> yes, who dis? Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the first and primary sponsor of Overline Sports Podcast. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. He just, I don't know if you saw it, He, uh, if you've been over to my house, he fixed the steps and the walkway, so it's all elevated now. Not yeah, going to have any ice. Didn't almost trip over it. Yeah, that's good. That's nice. Yes. So, Thanks, Dean. Thanks, Scene. Um, he serves the Toledo and surrounding area and not Spain. I like it. I like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I didn't even mention one that I have the last four weeks over and over again. Beautiful. I'll have to study up for Saturday when we do the rest on one because I'm, I'm almost out of country again. Yes, you are. Thanks to Verizon. Uh, Troop Technology Business Partner helps local businesses. Uh, we appreciate what they do for us. Thank you to PNC. Visit Cassandra at PNC to help with your personal banking. Uh, she's there to help. Give her a call, 419 877 0634. And guess what, man? What? What kind of truck you drive? Dodge Ram 1500 Big Horn Edition 2015. I have a 2018 Dodge Ram 1500 Big Horn Edition. Jake has a 2013, I believe, uh, Dodge Ram. I think he has a Big Horn as well. And Brandon drives a Chrysler, so you know what that means for us? Um, we get a free Jeep. No, I wish, but... Uh-oh. Dodge has joined Over the Line Sports Podcast really? in supporting us. So awesome. thanks to Ben Meyer over there. Uh, give him a call, 419-893-0241, or stop in at Charlie's Dodge in Maumee, and he will take care of you. Again, that's Ben Meyer. Tell him and mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and he will hook you up. And so if you fly in from Spain, you can also go to Charlie's Dodge in Maumee, and Ben will hook you up with a good deal. So even if you want to fly all the way from Espana, and he will take care of you. Yes, he will. So uh, thanks again to Ben, and uh, we're happy that Judge Dodge joined the team. So you got an N- NBA update for us? Um, none that I want to talk about. Um, the Cavs 
are bad, and they're going to be bad for the rest of the year. They might not win more than 10 games this year. They are officially tanking. I think they already were. Kevin Love's out. Uh, JR, actually, uh, this is kind of semi-breaking news. This afternoon I saw is going to get traded. He is actually not going to play until he gets traded or released or whatever, but I'm sure they're going to try to trade him. Maybe get a uh, second-round pick out of it or something like that. They're not going to get much. Hopefully maybe a young player in a second-round pick, but we'll see what they can get for him. So it sounds like it's going to be a rookie show until Kevin Love gets back. I still do hope you think there, you know, he hangs around. But the more and more I get excited is that maybe, 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 maybe it's going to be a suck for Zeon kind of year. Um, I would love to have him come to Cleveland. I think that would be awesome if he came and ran the show. We'll see how it goes with Duke here the rest of the year as long as he stays healthy. But kid's looking like a stud. We'll get into that a little bit more when we go into college basketball. Um, but I just wanted to give a tiny preview of the Cavs because they are in the cellar. They're going to be there the rest of the year. We probably won't talk a lot of Cavs the rest of the year because they are going to be so bad. Um, LeBron does come to town tomorrow, so that'll be something fun to watch. I'll have my eyes on that. I'm sure he'll get a wonderful ovation even though he went to L.A. He still did win a championship, and those Cleveland fans love him no matter what, um, even though they did burn his jerseys the first time he went to Miami. Anyways, in the East, uh, Toronto's still up top, 13-4. Milwaukee, 12-4 right behind them. Indiana at 11 and 6, and then Philly at 12 and 7 with Jimmy Butler. They've won two in a row, and I think both on buzzer beaters with him there. Yep. He hit one of the he buzzer beaters, and he assisted on one. Uh, the first one he assisted on. The second one he hit. The second one he, he hit. He basically said, screw you to Kemba in his 60 point night. Yep. And Kemba, I mean, fantastic game. Charlotte's 8 and 8 down there at the bottom, uh, Boston 9 and 8. But I thought that, um, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, I know we talked about it last week a little bit, but him going to Philly obviously raises it. Their, you know, their uh, NBA Finals odds went up, so that's pretty good for them. And you know, he's making an impact. And right now, by the way, they are nine and zero at home, three and seven on the road, but nine and zero at home in Philadelphia. It's not going to keep up all year. But if they have like, you know, kind of what Golden State did, I think last year, a couple years ago, they had like one or two losses at home, some crazy record like that. That's going to be huge in the playoffs if they get, you know, into the top four, which I'm sure they will. Like I said, they're sitting four right now. There's a lot of season to be played. Anything can happen. But if they keep a home record like that in the playoffs, basketball, playoffs, you know, being at home is huge. Uh, you know, a lot of the teams with the home court advantage usually win series, especially when you have to go there in seven. You know, those are the teams that have the advantage, and you kind of saw that. You didn't see it as much last year because Cleveland kind of steamrolled or someone, but... It's kind of tough going up against the best player in the world, you know. Um, but I think that will be huge for them. LeBron's not in the East anymore, so no one has to contend with that. And um, we'll see how that goes as the season progresses. But it's uh, it's pretty good. What about your Celtics? What's what's going on there? Man, it's just it's tough to watch and see what they're what they're going through, and they're they're just not clicking, man. Like I said, it was going to be hard for them to click. Um, you know, with Kyrie there, obviously, and, and you got Hayward, it's just not clicking yet. And it's not like last year when they didn't have those guys and they had to rally around Tatum. And Tatum became Tatum took the, the lead and said, this is my team, I'm going to carry on my back. And he did. And now he's kind of taking a back seat to Kyrie because it's Kyrie's team. And, you know, it, it's just not clicking yet. And hopefully it does over time. But I think that everybody knows, and, and here's probably the hangover, honestly, I think people are still believe in their heads last year that Tatum's the man, the leader. You know, some of those guys, Rozier, Smart, uh, Morris even, and Baines. But it's really Kyrie's team, and they're not rallying behind that yet. And once they do, 
It may click. You know, right now they're sitting at what a seven seed. If it were playoffs were today, six or seven. Yeah, six seed right now. So, oh, I'm sorry, seven seed. They're tied with Orlando, but like you said, it's so early it doesn't really matter. They, they've got plenty of time to click, and they'll probably finish maybe like a two, three, or four seed and have some home court. I think Philly's going to get up there. They'll probably be a one or two. Um, Toronto, well, probably is going to be Toronto, then maybe Philly. I could see Milwaukee being three, finishing three, or Boston, and and you know they'll have home court. But if you have somebody like Philly who gets the two seed and they have home court, you know they're going to go all the way to the conference final and play whoever the four or the one is, if it's Toronto or Boston or Milwaukee. I just don't see anybody beating them at home in a, in a seven game series. Right, and, and I think with Philly getting Jimmy Butler, they. Probably now, I, I hate to say it, but I think they're almost more complete than Boston is. Oh, I agree. Um, you know, they have, I, I don't like that they had to lose Covington. I think Covington was not great. You know, they had to lose Sarek. Um, those were two big losses. But Jimmy Butler can make up for that. Jimmy Butler is going to play 38 minutes a night. He's going to put up those big minutes where Covington and Sarek played like 30 minutes a night more or less. But Covington could go, you know, 35, 40 minutes if need be. He just hasn't needed to a lot, um, and obviously you saw Minnesota. I think he hit a game winner for the Timberwolves when um, he the, his first game there. To be honest with you, and I'll get into the West here. Wait, who's that? Butler Covington. Oh, Covington. Yeah, no, yeah, Covington. Yeah, yeah no, because I think they both did. I think the well, first... Butler lost in their first game. He came in. He they did okay, but it was still that clicking, and they ended up losing the game. But like you said, the buzzer beaters. Yeah. One he shot against Charlotte, and the other one he assisted on. It's just they're playing tough, and they're they're starting to click, and, you know, it's already kind of transferring over to that's going to be Jimmy's team. It is. I mean, I we, mean, we know that. And, you know, I, I don't want to actually know what I say that it was, but I don't, I don't really think it is, to be honest with you. I really do think that it's still going to be Simmons' team. That's why they draft him. That's why he's there. Him and Embiid, I think, are pretty solid. And people say it's Embiid's team, too. I, I think, really, they're all non-selfish, and they're all just going to want to play for the team. And Butler said that, but... Everyone's going to say that coming to a new place, a new city. And we, yeah, we saw how he did. But I think that Butler <laughs> is happy where he's at. I think he gets to play with one of the best centers in the league. And Embiid, right. obviously Simmons is like, a, he can be a triple-double machine if need be. You know, the dude is a, an absolute monster. He can go 15, 15, 15, any night he wants, I think. Um, so that's obviously great for Philadelphia. I, I almost wish they would have traded both to Minnesota. Um, I don't know if you've seen his brief free throw line struggles, but yes. my God, it is, that's rough to watch. I don't know if he's just trolling now or what he's doing, but goodness, that's that's really bad. I feel like I could shoot free throws in the NBA better than he could. Um, the only other question before I got to the Western Conference that I want to throw to you, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we had, we all of us had Washington making the playoffs in some realm, you know. Yeah. Wall and Beal, they say, are pretty much done. This team is going to break apart. They're gonna, they might actually be worse than Cleveland, which is going to be tough to do. But if Wall and Beal end up get traded, Washington's going to obviously rebuild this year, and they're also going to go for a number one pick and try to get one of these Duke studs who are going to be coming out after this year, I would imagine. If Wall and Beal get traded, where do you think they go? Do they go to the West? Do they stay in the East? I mean, could you see Bradley Beal in – obviously John Wall won't go to Boston. You know, Kyrie. Uh, but could you see Beal in Boston as a two? You kind of take some space away from Tatum there and Brown, but Beal is a stud. And I think that he is going to fit in better in most places than John Wall will, to be honest with you. And I, I'm not taking away from John Wall. I think John Wall is a great player. I'm just saying that a lot of these teams either have a decent point guard or a young stud who, you know, is going to be up and coming. Like like Atlanta, for example. He wouldn't go to Atlanta. They have Trey Young. They need to form him. They need to make him somebody. Cleveland, Colin Sexton, even though these guys are saying he can't play, 
they want to form him and, and build him into a leader to be able to play. So maybe maybe the Bulls, but I just don't see John Wall you know what? going like, to a block team. Off the cuff, I could kind of see this. You know, Beal, I don't think fits in Boston because I think they're going to ride Tatum at two and probably Brown at three. Beal, I'd have to think about. But John Wall, you know what? I'm going to throw out just kind of a sleeper that probably nobody thinks about. I could see him going to Detroit. Yeah, and being with a uh, uh, Drummond, and, and you got Blake Griffin down there. That would be that would be huge for them if yeah. they could get him. Um, you know, Reggie Jackson is man, he's not bad, but he's and they've got man. they've got Ish Smith too, but he comes off the bench, so yeah, you know, we'll see. And if you have John Wall, obviously you get rid of one of them and probably a draft pick or two, but you trade for Blake Griffin, so why not trade for John Wall? Because obviously you're playing to win now, that which makes sense. You have a good squad, so big in the five right. seed right now. There's no reason why that, you know, you wouldn't. So I think that's good. We'll move on to the Western Conference here and try to make us a little bit quicker so we can get into uh, football and whatnot. Since it's just Gary and I today, maybe we'll have a, a little bit faster show. But Hopefully. But, but we are calling Brandon. That is true. We do have to call Dub later. Um, Portland. There's a four-way tie for first in the West as I'm just looking at this right now. So Portland, Memphis, and the Los Angeles Clippers. Um and I'm in shock I mean, right now. They got, I mean, Tobias Harris, man, he's looking good. But but still in the West. I mean, the West it is, is tough. tough. So they're you all got sitting. Where are the Lakers at? They're probably up there. They're eight. Yeah. They're all sitting at 11 and 5. Uh, Golden State's at 12 and 6, which has the same winning percentage. So they're, also, they're 12 and 6 now? They're 12 and 6, and they're sitting technically in fourth. You and know? that could blow up before our eyes with Durant it, I think Draymond. It's starting. And, I, yeah. They've already been a lot of sources saying that Durant's gone after this year, no matter what. No matter if they win. No matter what happens, Durant's gone. He's done. That's what I'm hearing. Um, now, that doesn't mean that they say, you know what, screw you, Draymond, we're going to trade you, because that's also possible. But it sounds like Durant's out of the building. And I think they want to do that anyway so they can pay Clay and they can pay Steph even more money. That would be my guess. Um, yeah, but the shocking the three teams above them, you know, Portland, Memphis, and L.A. Clippers, you know, if it was the Lakers up there, I wouldn't be shocked. But the Lakers are only two games behind, and they're the eighth seed. Uh, Oklahoma City sitting at five. Westbrook's back. He's okay. So they're and they be, started off rough, and look where they're coming back. Yep, they're going to be fine. Denver sitting in the six seed. They're going to hang around that six seed all year. Denver is a they're solid a tough squad. team. Yeah, they're, they're a very tough team. They're going to be a tough out in the playoffs when they get there. Just just to give you an update right now, so the Clippers are beating Washington right now in the first quarter with two minutes left, thirty six to eighteen. Yeah, that's about right. Washington, I think, is checked out now. I think it's going to be time to get them traded out of here. Um, and I'm gonna have to look into the Clippers because yeah, I know they got Tobias, but to be honest, well, I they, think got, they got Boban too, right? Uh, the, <laughs> you think Boban's everywhere? Boban's um, a monster. Yes, he is. But they they've got um, who's their guard? Lou Williams. Lou Williams. Yep. He yeah. Is, he's still there. Um, is Austin Rivers still there? Or did he move on. No, he moved on. They got Avery Bradley. And they got rid of Doc Rivers, didn't they? Uh, he's not coaching anymore. I, I think he is. Is he? They got they have Gortat. Um, and he he's been solid his whole career. I think that, that's another reason why Washington is not doing very well. Gortat was a great center. He was a rock. I mean, that dude's a 15 and 12 guy most nights. Yeah, Tobias Harris, just just to give you an idea, by the way, I have him in drafting tonight. 16 points already, four rebounds, first quarter. Good start for your drafting. That's a good start for drafting. He's out to pull it up, but uh, uh, they got Gallinari too. Yep. Yep. So, and, and healthy, which yes, is good. Yes, he's healthy. Last year he wasn't healthy, which did not help them, obviously. Um. Uh, and then for Portland, you know, they, they have a solid. They, they have, always have. They're they always the they don't have like a big know. three, but they have a solid three. They got McCollum, they've got Lillard, Lillard. they got Nurkic. Yeah. That's a solid three. And then now, you've, you've got Evan Turner coming off the bench. Now, you know, if, you put, there. if you put Beal there, oh my God. McCollum could play the three. He's not quite big enough and long enough. 
but I think he could. Yeah. Um, I'm you could put Beal in Portland. That would be that would be pretty solid. They'd have that a would really be. good. You know, they probably play more small ball, even though Nurkic's there. But I think Nurkic is still in like six nine, so that's not really like large. You know, that's not big man, so that's still kind of small. I mean, LeBron's six eight. He plays center, so he, he, I mean, it's pretty much the same exact size there. Yeah, and and you know they're fun to watch. So yep. and to round and and like I said, to round out, you got the Pelicans at seven, LA at eight. You know, Oklahoma City's one game back at first. The Nuggets and Pelicans are one and a half games back, and, you know, L.A. Lakers are two games back. Then behind that, you have the Rockets sitting in the ninth seed right now with Melo gone. Um, I, I think that that's huge. They After Melo left, what they do? They blew the shit out of Golden State, <laughs> funny enough, right. with Steph Burt, but still did. And I, I think that that's obviously going to be big. Melo, it'll be interesting to see where he goes where he fits in, it doesn't sound like he still wants to come off the bench, which I don't know what place he'll fit into if he goes there. Not having a bench role, he's not the mellow of old, so we'll see how that all turns out. Someone's going to pick him up. I mean, he's still decent to where he's not going to just sit around and do nothing. But, I mean, that West is pretty tight, um, you know, coming down right to Minnesota at 7-10. and 10. Phoenix is 3-13. and 13. Like I said, they're going to be in the cellar down there, but... You know, right down the line, eight and seven, nine and eight, Spurs eight and eight, Jazz eight and nine, Dallas seven and nine, Minnesota seven and ten. So the West, as always, is going to be coming down to the last day with you know five teams still alive, probably for that AC. That's how it's going to be. It seems like that's how it is most years in the West. And the East is normally taken care of two weeks before the season or two weeks before the playoffs. And I just looked. I only have to buy some one of my lineups, so kind of sucks. Um, I, I have uh, another guy in his spot. I'm playing the tiers. And, uh, but right now it's almost the end of the first quarter. It's 40 to 21. Tobias is 18 points. So pretty nuts, uh, to see and what he's doing. Yeah. Just ended the first quarter. Um, that's just incredible. So, um, let's move on. Let's go to college basketball. What do you got for us? I mean, Duke, Studley went up to one. Um, they're just destroying everyone and everything. I think I saw, I don't know if it was last night or two nights ago, but Zeon on the break did the Dude, uh, windmill. windmill. Oh, my goodness, with his left. You know, it's Insane. unbelievable. They're just blowing people out, so they're just going to keep rolling. Um, I almost went with this, but they're rolling, 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 rolling. And I honestly think that, um, you know, they're, like I said, I, I we, we picked them at the beginning of the year to win the championship. If they all stay healthy, they might go undefeated. Yeah. I wouldn't put that past them right now. So... You know, like I said, it's it's pretty much we're going to just be repeating ourselves with Duke the whole year until maybe they get some surprise loss or something along those lines, and we'll get to there when we get to there. Kansas, um, Gonzaga, Virginia, Tennessee, Nevada, North Carolina, Auburn, Michigan at 9, Kentucky at 10, rounds out the top 10. Michigan State sitting at 11 with their only loss coming to Kansas, right? Or was it Duke? Uh, they lost to Kansas. Kansas correct. Yes. Kentucky lost to Duke. Kentucky guys. But it, you know, and Michigan State just won. They played nobody, but they won like 101 to 36, yeah. something stupid. And Ohio State crept into the top 25. They should. Sure. They they've had two great. Did they see runs. they beat what Gonzaga? No, no, no. no. They beat um, they beat Cincinnati the first game of the year yeah. on the road at Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati's a tough team. They beat who else? Who they just beat on the road to? Um, they just had a huge road win that they were up big, blew it, and then ended up coming back and winning here. And I'm going to try to look. We have no stack guys. Yeah. And Creighton. Um, they played oh, Creighton, Creighton, which is, you know, they've been a great mid-major for years and years and years. And they're they, losing right now, I can tell you that. Yeah, they're playing a nobody, so they'll end up coming back. Well, 5-0 Samford. 
five and zero. Samford is yes. Yeah, That's know, Samford, Sam. not Stanford. Yes. Um, and then last night or two nights ago, they played South Carolina State and beat the crap well, they, out of them. Well, and that was in the that was in St. John's Arena. Well, uh, they have uh, Samford has Eddie Guerrero's cousin Ruben. I would assume you're making that up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with that. There, <laughs> yeah. So maybe hopefully it doesn't get any frog splash tonight. So hopefully um, they can pull out Samford. They play Cleveland State next, and then uh, Syracuse at home in Ohio State. So that'll be a big game. Well, this gives you an idea. So Samford beat North Alabama by 17. They beat JSU, whoever the hell that is. Yeah. Jacksonville State probably. Yep, it is Jacksonville State. You know what their mascot is? The Jackhammer. Think of South Carolina. Gamecock. Yes. And they beat Kennesaw State, which is near Atlanta. I was about to say, we sent a sample there for what we were for. And then they, then they beat Miles. Interesting. The pizza place, probably. Maybe. And then uh, Cleveland State, who Ohio State has next. So, yeah, poor Samford, I think, might get beat up a little bit here. But, yeah, give them, their, you know, give them a little quick. 32-29, two minutes left in the first half. Okay, yeah, let them, let them have the first half. It'll be okay. Um, but, yeah, just looking at Ohio State's schedule, it looks like they have a couple uh, – couple other teams here, Cleveland State, Syracuse, and then they go and play, it looks like, uh, some Big Ten teams. So we'll be getting into that soon. Um, yeah, they do have UCLA a couple days before Christmas. That'll be fun. And then they get into the Big Ten, which is going to be really tough this year, obviously. Wisconsin, Iowa, Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State. you got a lot of good teams in the Big Ten this year. So it'll be a it'll be a tough test if they can go through the Big Ten at 15-5 and five or something like that. I think they'll be pretty darn solid. So it's good for the Buckeyes. Happy to see them doing well right now. They'll keep it up. Um, also, it looks like Auburn plays Duke tonight at eight o'clock. Auburn is the eighth seed or eighth. Uh, we'll eighth see how they go. So we'll see if they get blown out or not by Duke, which I have a sneaking suspicion they will. But like I said, still early in all these basketball years, so it'll be fun. Uh, also, Arizona plays Gonzaga tonight, so that'll be a good one. Arizona's four and zero, but not ranked. Gonzaga's ranked three at four and zero, but I'm uh, pretty excited for uh, you know I, I'll be, I would be excited for that game. So we can probably move on to the NHL. Um, obviously, college basketball will get into a lot more here as we go. Um, um, you know, it's like, it's going to be a really good year. I think outside of Duke, there's going to be a lot of parity and there's going to be a lot of movement. So we'll see how it goes this year. But uh, we'll do a little bit of NHL because it's another thing I haven't watched much of lately. Yeah, well, uh, the Penguins, I can tell you, just lost again in overtime. So they've got their 7, 8, and 4. Yikes. Four overtime losses. So that hurts. Yeah. I can tell you that. So even just in the Metropolitan Division, in the division, not the conference, they are last. Yes. That And that kind of sucks. So They're, they're, they're last in the conference, actually. Yeah. They're yep. tied with New Jersey for last right now. I'm looking. They're all they're all pretty close, you know. And they are. The good thing about they're hockey, only, and that's the thing, they're only six points behind Columbus, who's in first in the Metropolitan. And they're only twelve points behind Toronto, who's leading the whole East right now. So six wins. I mean, you're a quarter of the way through the season, so I mean, we'll see. And and Toronto has two more games played than uh, than Pittsburgh does. But if we look back at our picks, I, I had San Jose over Tampa. So San Jose is where are they sitting at. San Jose is uh, second in the Pacific, and they are sitting with 25 points, so looking pretty good. And then um, Toronto, like we said, they're they're first. And then you had Toronto over, I think Nashville, um, or no, you had you had Nashville over Toronto, and Nashville. Yes, I had Nashville in six over Toronto. Brandon had Nashville in six over Pittsburgh. You had San Jose in six over Tampa, and Nick had Toronto in five over Anaheim. 
Right now, Toronto is leading the East, so Nick's looking good there. Let's look up Anaheim. They're sitting fourth, fourth in, in the, the Pacific, Pacific but yeah, they're, all, they're all pretty tight. I mean, they're only four game, or four points behind Calgary and first, so there's still a lot of season left. Anything can happen, but realistically, you know, all our picks are not looking too shabby at all. So No, and you can see, well, except well, Brandon's besides, besides Pittsburgh. Brandon's Pittsburgh yeah. uh, there's a shock. Brandon not getting something right. Yeah, except for college football. He does pretty well there. Yeah, but he, well, I guess Clemson over Georgia can still happen. Yeah, that can. We'll see. And uh, Alabama over Clemson can happen. I don't think Ohio State's going to beat Alabama, but technically it can still happen. We'll talk about that when we get to college football because I have a wonderful scenario I can throw down. I, that I, I don't want to happen, but my. Uh, yeah, and I, I do want to hear it. So let's, hey, let's move into NASCAR. So, vroom, vroom. Championship weekend at Miami. Um, you know, the cool thing was with the Truck Series and Xfinity Series and the Cup Series. Three first-time winners for championships. Really cool. Good. Junior Motorsports won another Xfinity title, which is awesome. Very nice. And the guy that won the truck series, can't think of his name right now, but he had a, a, the old-school mustache. Awesome. you got to check that out. He had a nice, the nice uh, Jeff Gordon well, mustache. Nice November. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was nice, but it looked all right. Um, so the race was pretty interesting. Kyle Busch, who was my pick, was never really in it. Um, he took a gamble towards the end. He did not have a good car. But he took a gamble towards the end and just stayed out. And then a caution came out, which allowed him to pit, and he came out first. But I knew he was going to get blown by. And Truex and Logano were there. I was waiting for Truex to take Logano out. He never did, never really had the opportunity. Uh, Logano came on strong at the end. It looked like Harvick's race. It, Harvick would have won that mm-hmm. if that caution didn't happen, which because Kyle Busch would have had to pit, and he wouldn't have been there. And it was Harvick's race to lose. I mean, Harvick dominated it. He should have won it. And then Logano came on strong at the end and just blew by, and you weren't catching it. Okay. And it was cool to see, um, you know, Logano we gave to Jake. So Jake technically, Asterix, wins the title. Right. Um, but like we said, if our guys didn't win, we weren't going to count it. And so none of our guys won. None so of nobody, our guys did win. Nobody, three um, of four, and nobody won the title. Did we update final standings there? No, but it's, it's uh, oh, because how many points were you ahead of Brandon? Uh, I mean, I was, what is that, 18 or something? Oh, you, you definitely got it. They finished top four. Harvick did. Yep, oh, they were all catch. they were all top four. I did win the final uh, DraftKings NASCAR. So, ooh. did you? Yeah, I did. Last one of the year. Awesome. I didn't do shit for the last like eight weeks, and finally won one of the last one of the year. I told Cody, I said, "Thanks for not playing this week, because uh, you know I appreciate it." I was at the Lions game Sunday, so I didn't even look. Didn't look at my NFL lineup. Didn't look at anything. Everything I put in on Friday night is what I kept. By the way, I was drinking Friday night, so it's good for me. Yeah, our guys were first, second, third, and fourth. Okay, this is where they finished. And I mean that's that's nice and so they went one two three four one two three four Jesus so the top four guys who could have won finished one two three, yeah four. and that that's that typically does happen unless there's a wreck they kind of people back off Larson was up there for a while and then he just kind of dropped back if he had I, a chance if I was a guy like Larson or like some you know someone who was out of it chasers I'd try to wreck some motherfuckers yeah, I would well, just for fun you know let's, let's mix it up a little bit who's gonna pay me not to wreck up right right. Let's so so NASCAR's done for us for the year. I won. God, I, I won that title. So just add that to that other title I have in golf, and then you won the. Even though your guy didn't win, and that's what we got to figure out if we. I mean, this it's funny because you won NASCAR season, you won golf season, right? Technically, well, who finished? What, what was it? So Logano, who finished in the championship standings? How did it go? Logano, Truex, Truex, because it's however they finished. Harvick, Bush. Yep. Okay, so. I beat you in, in technically in the championship. Technically. In golf, I beat you in the championship. 
in, in baseball, you did get me. You had the Red Sox over the Dodgers. You just hand me titles. I've been right, you know, all the way through. And most of these I things. was was dominating wrestling, but not that, that's not updated. I have the updated list when we do the wrestling show Saturday. Um, I actually took a one match lead over the weekend because um, I was six and two, and you were four and four. But we'll get into that. In, in college football, Brandon is beating the living piss out of us. But um, we're gonna my do, goal is to try to beat you. Well, we're, well, we're going to do all bowl games, so every spread on the bowl game. I mean, we're going to do our own bowl game thing, but we're going to pick spread from all those bowl games. Really? I love oh, it. Absolutely. I, I freaking love it. You know what that unless, show? Unless, I will let Brandon decide. If he doesn't want to, if he wants regular season, we do like a bowl game thing, that's fine. Or if he just wants to add it all in, whatever he wants to do, we'll let him choose since he's leading. Well, guess what? We, we have to call him here soon after our we little do. break with our sponsors. But um, before we get into that, so Justin on the Twitter, we're going to have to wait until next week. Had some things going on at work. And uh, he's not going to be uh, – he, he could not – did not have time to get to the Twitter this week. Um, so we won't see him for wrestling or for uh, sports. So And that's okay because um, then we can get the show done faster. So thank you, Justin. Um, thank you, of course, to the supporters of the show, All Work Clothing, the original gangster sponsor of the OG. show. OG. Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Uh, Verizon. PNC. Wes Anderson for moments in time, and now our new one, Dodge. Dodge, thank you. So that, is that five? Yeah. Five now? That's nuts. Thank you to the five supporters who support the show. And guess what? After this uh, quick little break where I just hit stop on this, and we're going to come back, and we're going to have Brandon on the phone. So be ready for that. So we are back here with Brandon. Brandon wanted to give uh, a quick his thoughts on NASCAR, so we'll let him do that before we get into college football. So, Brandon, go ahead. Tell us what your thoughts are on the race. Yes, that's where Kyle, Bush, Kyle Busch had a chance to, you know, he came out first and he took a gamble by sitting back there, but then he, he ended up getting up there, but it just, it was kind of a struggle for him. He had a bad car and then Logano and Truex went by him and Harvick. So he was yes. done for. I saw your temps start turning it out. They were coming out. And, I mean, um, it was great. I mean, last 14 laps, I, I can't believe, you know, Martin Truex had it. I thought I, thought I was going to win. Well, Harvick had it too. Harvick really yeah. should have won that race. Yeah, and it's just like, and then Kyle, you know, started dropping back, and Harvick started dropping back, and Harvick was out of the picture. And then all of a sudden, Kyle Bush is three seconds behind. And then for some reason, Truex goes high. I don't know why. And Joe Lovato catches him, and goes low, and then ends up passing him and really never looking back. So, do, do for Logano. You, do you um, think they should switch tracks from Miami to be the final? Just something that's not that boring. I mean, that's a. It gets boring towards the end if somebody starts pulling away and they're in the lead pack. You know, I would love to say Daytona or Talladega. Oh, but that's Talladega. Not, that would awesome never happen. Race. That would oh, be great. That would be, be if they could do Talladega, if they could do Talladega, you know, three or no, they do do it twice. If they could do Daytona or Talladega three times. I'm good for it. That'd be awesome. Or just do it twice and move it to the playoff. I mean, I'd yeah. like to see Atlanta. Atlanta's a fun track to be at. One of the fast tracks. Always competition like that. there. That'd be yeah, fun. Yeah, that could be boring, though, too. They, but there's always competition. To, they used to do that towards the end of the year, too, and then, of course, they changed the whole, you know, their schedule. So, well, um, not, there's, I mean, there's changes coming in 2020 uh, with the new president in there. He wants to make some significant changes. It'll be interesting to see what he comes back with. I don't know what he wants to do, but he said everything is on the table, and that's huge. 
because they need to change something. They don't really have a base anymore. This year, last year, the attendance was down 10% from the year before. This year, it's down 14% over last year. So not looking good for them. Yeah. They, they lose Monster as a sponsor after this year. Ooh. So it's going to be interesting to see what they yeah. Oh. So they're going to come by and have, you know. Well, that's the whole point of watching NASCAR. They're going to have, you know, they have the Sprint Girls, the Monster Girls. Now they're going to have the Hillsbury Doughboy Girls or oh, something. Oh, yeah. That'll get Hooters. You know, Hooters should just uh, sponsor they used to be in. They used to be in NASCAR with uh, Kawicki. And, well, um, they still are. They still are with, uh, oh, with Chase. With Chase. Yeah, they're yeah, Chase usually Chase Elliott. But can you imagine the Hooters Cup Series? That would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I know where you would be every week. <laughs> well, Sunday, it's Hooters Day. I'm going to go watch NASCAR. It's wings. Hooters Day. got to get my sweatpants and get some wings. <laughs> Just got to be careful not to touch my dinghy with the hot sauce. No, you'd be all right, Brandon. Yeah, so, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll uh, take over. I mean, I thought of Cookie Monster Energy Drink, so you don't want it. Why? But I, I don't know, Monster. I don't know. It's probably because I hate energy drinks. Um do you drink coffee? You know they should just like yeah. like okay, that's they should just drink. like where they made the mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't be coffee, it would yeah Maxwell House Winston Cup. So they bring back Winston. No, they should have the uh, they should have Marlboro come back or Budweiser or something. Budweiser, yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested with it. So what what do you think, Brandon? What else you got there? Oh, that's all I got. Good good for Logano. He gets his first uh, career championship. Uh, like I said, he, he just drove old age by Truex. I thought with their rivalry, well, not rivalry, you know, their little scuffle they had last week and then at the press conference, I think Truex said, uh, you know, I won't, I won't make a move like that unless it's on uh, number 22. And then Logano passed him and Truex didn't do anything. I thought there for a second that maybe Truex let him go so that he could catch up to him and then take him out, but obviously that didn't happen. Before, no, he's just a little bitch. Before you got on, before you got on the phone, I was talking to Gary, which you'll listen when you hear the fact. I said if I was one of the guys who wasn't in it, like Chase or someone like that, Hamlin, I just would have wrecked somebody. Yeah, whoever was in the top four just wrecked someone just yeah. for fun. It would be interesting. <laughs> Why not? How you, awesome would that be? You could just wreck them and You'd call piss it off twenty uh, people. Wreck them all. Yeah, who cares? I don't know. That would be crazy. But um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, go for the Gano. Uh, so we'll. Uh, only two more months, and we got the Daytona 500 coming. No. It's three months. You know what I count? Oh, yeah. It's three, duh. Yeah, yeah. You, you cobbed up. Yeah, whatever. It's all right, Brandon. So let's go into college football, buddy. Um, first game, we got Auburn at number one Alabama. The yeah, Iron Bowl. 24-point favorite for Alabama. What do we think? We're not going to do the recap? We're going to do the recap. Oh, sorry. Oh, fine. I'll give you that at least. So, Brandon... <laughs> You are in the lead. Congratulations. Uh, I am happy for you. <laughs> All right, we're done. No more. Yeah. You, you are I'm very gonna welcome. I'm going to win. You guys are catching the first All right, Auburn, Alabama. Oh, no, hold on. Well, hold on, a hold on there, because Conqueror. You want to talk about it. Yeah, we want we want to bring up something to you uh, about how we're thinking about doing things. Barry, you want to tell them what you're thinking? All right, so you have an 11-game lead on me right now, all right? So we came up with... Do you want to do the college bowl game spread in the regular season, or do you want to say regular season's over after next week? Next week after all well, the uh, a week after because you got uh, Army Navy on the eighth. That one too, but I mean that's one game. If he's up by ten, still doesn't matter. <laughs> we'll make it a ten point game. <laughs> so 
do you want to put all the college bowl games into this overall, or do you want to separate that out? I'm no, letting you. No, I'm no, letting. No, I'm letting you. Well, well, we're yes. doing this whole that whole show. We're not going to update anything. It's going to be football specific. We're going to do our NFL picks first, actually, and then we're going to go into college. We're going to do. Um, I'm thinking we're we're going to do a bracket or a, a pick 'em. You know, where we all pick just the games on a pick 'em for our ESPN, and then we're going to all pick the spreads. So um, we'll go back. We may do it all at once, or we're just going to do it separate. It'd probably be easier to do it separate. So we don't screw things up and uh, do that. So we can do the spread in the regular season if you would like, but that's up to you. And also the spread we can do weekly. You know, obviously we'll make all our bowl picks as we, you know, at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of the bowl season. But we can do all of our spread weekly for each show. So, you know, obviously we'll just figure out when we're doing the show that week, whether it's Tuesday or Wednesday, and then do that week's or six days worth of uh, spread. And we'll just pick the spread, whatever it is, when the show starts. Well, that's what I'm saying. We could just do the whole thing because it's going to be a college football show, really. Yeah. <laughs> so we might as well just get it done. I'm just saying all the spreads might not be out, you know. That's very true. Yeah, we'll have to see. How much, they, how much they change in three weeks? Not a lot unless they get the kids. Somebody who obviously aren't playing hurt, because yeah. of, you know, going to the NFL or whatever the case is. Or suspended or whatever reason. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we'll I mean, see. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me if you want to start over. I mean, it's fine if you want to keep on going. I mean, Okay. Well, we're going to say we want to keep – well, we might catch you in the Bulgars. 40, did you say 47 games? I don't think it's 47. I think it's like 36. But, yeah, no, there's, I was, yeah, I was just kidding. I mean, there's still okay. two or something. There's still then fine. Then, then we'll keep it in the regular season. He's good with it. Uh-huh. So yeah. we're going to do that because that's because right. basically for us, there's not like there's a playoff. There's that, which is yeah. a separate entity, and uh, which – sorry, Brandon, I'm pointing at the boards. That's a separate thing. And we already have our bowl game – Picks out there, anyways. Yep. So hold on, you know, we're we're uh, you know we're a tripod, you know, podcast with three. So what's what's that used to be my nickname in high guys. school, tripod. So that used to be my nickname in high school, tripod. Oh, Oh, Brandon. Um, you know what his name used to be in high school? Adam's sister called him this. You remember what Adam's sister called you, Brandon? Yes, I remember. What is it? I'm not going to say it. All right, fine, I'll say it. Two liter. She had, a, <laughs> she, had, she had a dream that it wasn't necessarily the size of a two liter, but it was the shape of a two liter. <laughs> so. I thought Brandon's Brand name and her nickname in high school was always Dick Turner. Well, that was his porn star name. <laughs> I so, didn't bring that up. Yeah, we'll just throw the the, yeah Dick Tournament wins. Um, yeah, how does, it, how does it go, the uh, street that you grew up on? And your middle name. Middle name. Yeah. Because yeah. well, I'm sitting there, I'm like, Richard, Tur- your name is Dick Tournament. <laughs> and then we just all lost it. Sounds but, like it could be a movie. It could be. Starring Dick Tournament. Dick Tournament in Dick Tournament. <laughs> 47. <laughs> it's... It's a self pleasure <laughs> sequel. <laughs> Two liter, a dick tournament story. <laughs> that might it might just be called Two Liter, a feature starring Dick Tournament. <laughs> oh gosh, that's fantastic. But you're saying back to what you said about we're a tripod, so what now? <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Fuji. What were you saying about the dick? Not the dick tournament. 
Oh, the tripod. What are you saying, Brandon? Say just like it, just like how we pick uh, the NFL. You know, you know what's what's everybody' opinion? You guys want to keep on going? You want to start over? No, we should we should keep going. We should keep going with that because I think I think uh, in this, in NFL we should probably do the same thing through the playoffs. Our picks. Yeah, Is I that, mean we'll keep them. Like you said, we'll we'll do it overall, but we'll keep the play. The playoffs are different in the NFL because yeah. it's not single games. You know, it's uh, you you have to pick a team in the NFL. I mean, we already have our Super Bowl picks, so it's, I mean we're still going to pick. Yeah. So it's not going to be much of a difference there, but we'll find something with a tournament on that. I, I don't know. A dick tournament. <laughs> 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 so. Brandon, all right, let's go back to that. Auburn at Alabama, 24-point favorite for Alabama. Yeah, Nick Saban can stand up there during his press conference and say they're not thinking revenge. They're thinking revenge. Uh, they're going to win 52 to 10. Fair? Yeah, Auburn can't run the ball. I mean, that's, that's what they do. They run the ball. They can't run the ball. Yeah, Auburn, Auburn is, is not good, and I agree. If this was an Auburn, yeah, maybe they hold it within 24, but I don't think so. I think Bama's going to blow them out. Um, the only thing that worries me is that maybe they're looking ahead to Georgia. The only thing, but I don't think they are because I think they're a well-coached team with Nick Saban. Um, yeah. that, that's got to be what they look away from. They can't be looking at SEC championship game next week. They need to look at Auburn this week because even though Auburn hasn't been great this year, they did beat Washington in the beginning of the year. They can still still slightly pull an upset or at least scare them a little bit. But I, I think you're right, Brandon. I think Alabama does end up blowing them out of this game. Even though... Even though they were tied with the Citadel at halftime last week, which was interesting to say the least. Let's put that. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see any highlights of that. I don't even know what happened. So I mean, I, I, I just like patty cake with them or something. And then, I um, mean, the, the Citadel had an opportunity to go up thirteen to ten with ten minutes left in the third quarter and miss a field goal. Hold on, hold on, Brandon. Just so I can feel like you're here, I'm gonna actually put you on your mic. So give me a second. Is this really going to happen? Yeah, put him put him against his mic. Should so, we put the headphones on? <laughs> put the headphones on the phone. Yeah. Hold on, Brandon. We're going to put you on your mic. Oh, oh, god. <laughs> oh. All right. Go ahead, Brandon. Say something. Uh, roll. I don't even think the mic's on. Roll tide. <laughs> Did you say roll tide? Yeah, that was dumb. Well, I, th- I think if you pull him over here, you might it still might work because it should be it's plugged in. It could. We'll find out. Screw it. We're just gonna move it. I just don't want a different echo. Yeah, it's just tough because like my my mic is picking up his sound and mine, so it's kind of differentiating. All right, Brandon, go ahead, say something. That perfect. You are on your. You are. I'm, I, we need to take a picture for you. You are literally on your mic. So. So that you, because instead of you being on mine, you're on your own. So that works out for us. Um, I as well. I'm going to take Alabama. I think that they're going to keep rolling. Roll Tide. South Carolina at number two, Clemson, 26 and a half. Uh, um, South Carolina has been playing decent ball, so I'm actually going to take South Carolina here. This game's been a lot closer the last couple of years. So I think South Carolina probably loses by 17 in this game. Uh, Clemson will win, but I think South Carolina keeps a little bit closer. All right, Brand.
if yeah Georgia win, eh, I don't know. I don't believe it. Because they're still going to be in their. I don't believe that. They're still going to so. be in their conference title if game. They, yeah, if they win their title and, and Georgia loses, I mean, out or comes in. They're not going to lose though. So let's not even talk about hypotheticals. Um, Brandon, you know the next one, the important one for you. Number three, Notre Dame at number nothing, USC, ten and a half. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> they need to win to get a bowl game. Yeah, Clay Helton's done. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit more than that. Um, I think Notre Dame is going to probably win like 45 to. 17 probably it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly I wouldn't be surprised if USC scores first and maybe stops Notre Dame you know looks a little bit scary in the first eight minutes of the game but I think Notre Dame rolls after that I think Notre Dame's gonna lose big all right so uh, I, I I have Notre Dame as well I think they're gonna win big they're looking tough I mean they just showed us what they're all about beating Syracuse 36 to three you might as well just skip that well, that'll be the last one that we do by the way which one? Ohio State, Michigan. Okay, we'll yeah. skip it. So we'll come back to that one. All right, let's go to the next one then. Uh, Georgia Tech at number five, Georgia, 17 point favorite for Georgia. Uh, well, I want to take Georgia Tech here. They're going to take Georgia. They're going to take Georgia. Um, yeesh. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think that Georgia's going to beat them up. Um, I do. I think Georgia Tech, did they just, I don't know what they just did. They just played someone pretty well, I think, but ended up losing. Um, this is this is in Georgia, correct? Yes. Yeah, I, I think Georgia, I think Georgia's going to roll. Um, you know, like I said. Well, I it, it would probably be in Georgia either way since Georgia Tech's from Georgia. Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> um, I meant in uh, Athens, Georgia. Yeah. Thank but, you. But I, I appreciate think, it. I think this is kind of like a, uh, not, not in a sense, but this is kind of like an Ohio State Michigan sort of thing where... Georgia doesn't need to be looking ahead. Unlike last week, more like Georgia doesn't need to be looking ahead because there's no pressure on them. You know, they know that they're going to be underdogs to Bama. They know that. I mean, they don't know, but everyone else in the country knows that they're not going to beat Bama, more or less. So there's no pressure on Georgia. Um, you know, to be to, to look ahead to Alabama, especially since they're already in the title game. It's not like they need to win, but they do need to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. They need to win two in a row here. I think they blow out Georgia Tech um, and set up a, an epic showdown of last year's national championship in the SEC title game next week. I am also going to go with Georgia. I think they, they roll. I think they went by four touchdowns, honestly. Um, I think they, like you said, they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. They can't they can't hold anything back here. They're going to come out. They're going to win. They're going to win big. Uh, next, number six, Oklahoma had, uh, I believe, 11. I don't know because I put these in today. 13. 13, 13, West Virginia? Yeah, West Virginia is 13. Interesting. All right, so the it's only one and a half. So, Brandon, what do you got for us? This is going to be, this might be uh, another game just like a little long stay. This is going to be a scoring game. 
doing his own prep. Yep. No, it's no. Um, what? Uh, no, I think they can just. I think they're going to play him regardless because they have one loss in the Big Twelve, and Texas has two. They have two losses. Oh, they're. Oh, you're right. So if they lose and Texas wins, then Texas is in against Oklahoma. Just yeah, put that out for you. Really? Oh, West Virginia is straight up. Wow. Um, I I don't think as much as as much as it's needed. And then Brandon, I told Gary, I'm going to get into my um, Ohio State potential playoff, which I don't think is going to happen. But just a fun scenario, just in case, because this is entertainment. This is a podcast, and we're going to do that. But uh, Oklahoma obviously has to lose one of the next two games for this. I don't think they lose this week. I, I think they beat West Virginia. You're right. Definitely going to be high scoring. It is the Big 12. They don't play defense there. So I'm going to go uh, Oklahoma uh, 42 to 35. I mean, the Rams do it in the NFL. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's all. Yeah, but they were getting on that. They right now also have to watch like the third quarter, third and fourth quarter. But wow, I mean, I just, I definitely see it. But you got to see it. But you didn't really miss it. So. Well, I'm going with Oklahoma, and here's why. I think they, they win by, you know, they, they don't play defense, like you said. They win by 7 or 10. I agree with Bear. They want that rematch with Texas. Texas plays Kansas, you know, who just got less miles, but the, they don't have them yet. They're going to – Texas is going to win, and we're going to see Oklahoma beat up West Virginia because they want that redemption. They lost at home to Texas by 3. So they wanted that redemption against them in the Big 12 title game. I think they win this week and uh, go on to play Texas in the Big 12 title game. So give me Oklahoma. They're going to win by more than one and a half. I think they win by seven or ten. All right, next, seven LSU at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Brandon? Uh, I'm gonna have to take LSU as well. Yeah, they're given two and a half points. They, they start with the lead. And and who? I'm sorry, who are they playing? At? A&M. Texas A&M. Huh? Yep. Okay, you have on. I was confused. I know because the standings switch, so I have to move this around. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got me a little bit on that one. Yeah, so LSU, I, I do think that they end up beating Texas A&M, and you said it would. They Texas A&M is two and a half. Or LSU is two and a half. Texas A&M is two and a half point. Oh, oh yeah, LSU is going to win this game, all right? So no, no doubt about that. Um, I, I think that also it's you know Texas A&M has no shot for the playoff. 
LSU still has a very, 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 very slight outside chance to make the playoff. Um, you know, they need Notre Dame, Michigan, Georgia, and Oklahoma to all lose, but they're still there. They are, they are not out of it by any means. Um, and, and I do think, and I know this brain, you're not going to be happy about this, but I do think a 10-2 LSU team with no uh, no bowl, you know, no um, SEC championship game does jump a 11-1 Notre Dame team with a loss to USC. Like I said, don't think it's going to happen, but I'm just saying I think that because of the SEC bias, it's going to happen. True. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you there. I'm just saying they still do have a chance, so I think that they uh, they do beat Texas A&M outright. All right. <clears throat> so, anything else you want to say about that, Brandon? No, I have just no trouble <laughs> All right, next, number 18, Washington at number 8, Washington State. Washington State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Where we all took Arizona and we were wrong, bad. They scored 55 Yeah, but Washington. Yeah, Washington beat them up. Wow, this is this is in Washington, right? Yeah. Mm, wow. Um. Oh man, and did I pick Washington State last week? I picked Arizona. We picked Arizona. We all picked Arizona. And I've been just wrong in Washington State every single game of the year. Um, and I, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I picked Washington to beat them. Obviously, I'm subjected to change my mind, and I have the right to do that. I'm not going to. I'm going to take Washington in the upset. Um, Washington has their number. They have had their number. They're pretty much the same teams as last year, so why not? Why can't they beat them? So give me Washington <laughs> on the road. Big upset. I have uh, Washington as well uh, winning. Uh, they have three losses this year, and unfortunately, they were pretty much all on the road. But they played them close, so they lost to Auburn opening game. It was in Atlanta, but that's, yeah, that's a home game yeah. for Auburn uh, by five. They lost to Oregon at Oregon by three, and then they lost to Cal, and they blew that game against Oregon. And then they lost to Cal twelve to ten at Cal. Yeah. Yep. So give me Washington as well. Next. Brandon, you ready for this one? Another undefeated team. Number nine, UCF at USF, South Florida, 14. By the way, South Florida started off 7-0. and They've lost four in a row. Ooh. Yeah. Not so good for Charlie Strong there. Yeah, they Um, I'm not even going to 
You just said you weren't going to touch it. You just said you weren't going to touch it. Why don't you guys schedule them then and settle it? <laughs> or why, why don't you schedule them or are they just they just not good enough? They, Ball State's probably better than them, right? Okay, do that. You let me know how that... Write, write a letter. Write a heartfelt letter. I said park felt, not harsh. Jeez. Okay, anyways. So, uh, who's your pick there, Guy Blow? <laughs> you knob. Yeah, UCF big. Same UCF big. Rutgers at Michigan State. Michigan State, 27-point favorite. Has Michigan State won by 27 in any game this year? Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Rutgers as well. Ugh. They just started Lombardi. He went 17 of 41. Ugh. God. God, Rutgers hasn't been playing too terribly bad, but uh, I'm going to go Michigan State because I think I've uh, nailed them the last couple weeks. So. Nice. Next, uh, this is a fun one. Florida at Florida State. Florida State is only a five-point dog. <laughs> yeah, who Florida State just upset Boston College, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think that was a high, high of Florida State season. But if they did beat Florida, I think that would be fantastic. I would love to see them beat Florida because the only team I hate more than Florida State and Michigan is Florida. So, um, and, and that's saying something, Brandon. Notre Dame's even behind that. So give me, uh, yeah, give me Florida, though, by like 14 on this one. Yeah, give me Florida by 100. We're good to go there. All right, next we've got uh, this This I put here just for fun. Um, it's it's a fun game. Utah State, who is sitting at 10-1, and one, is at a 9-2 Boise State. Boise State is a 2.5-point favorite. So it's 21 versus 23. Utah State's 21, Boise State 23. Right, and Utah State's only loss is to Michigan State at the beginning of the year. That's Barely. It. Barely. Barely. And uh, they could easily be 11-0. And then uh, Boise, they they've all they both won uh, several games in a row. Um, you know, obviously Utah State has won, come off and won ten in a row. Boise, I think, has won like five or six in a row. I can't remember. I have to look who they lost to. Oklahoma State, uh, they got destroyed, and then San Diego State, they lost by six. So they beat Nevada, Colorado State, Air Force, BYU, Fresno, and then New Mexico last week. So Utah State at Boise State, two and a half points. Brandon. Yeah, this is going to be a good game for a while last. Uh, Utah State. Uh, yeah, you said they're 10 and 1. Yep. Uh, lost, yeah, Michigan State. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, uh, I guess I'm going to talk to them. Give me, it's going to be close. Give me Utah State win by six. I like Utah State by three. It's going to be a very close game. It's going to be a good game. Utah State, game-winning field goal in Boise State. Tough environment to play in, as we've seen over the years, with teams going in, playing on the blue turf. 
I think Utah State is up to the challenge. I think they uh, solidify a solid spot there, probably getting a January 1 game if they win this. Um, this is a, it says Capital One Bowl written all over it. They definitely get a New Year's Day game, I'm pretty sure, if they win this, and, and, they, and it would be well-deserved. I do think so. And even if they don't, you know what I think they would like? A rematch against Michigan State. That would be pretty interesting to see them now play each other. Yeah, um, what's Michigan State's record? Oh, they God. Make a bowl game? Yeah, they'll make. They're six, six and, and four, I think. Six and five. Six and five. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Well, No, 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 no. You're you're mistaken, me, Brian. I'm talking the the January one games, like the Capital One Bowl, and not know, the like, New Year's Six. No, yeah, no. The, the Cotton Bowl. You know, those are still January one games, but they're still big games. That everyone's watching because you're all hungover anyways from the night before. So that's all you're, you know. There'll be that like 11 a.m. Cotton Bowl or Capital, you know, one of those games. No, not the not the New Year's Six. Not there. But I, I do think they're going to be on a big stage if they win this game, playing, uh, you know, probably like an SEC school, uh, maybe like a Kentucky, something like that, something to get their name out there. And I think that would be pretty cool if they do. So I hope Utah State, I, I, I think it would. I, I think, you know, I like seeing these Mountain West teams, you know, who've had a very, very good record in bowl games over the years. I mean, look at Boise State and look at these other teams, you know, they've, they've played well when they've been up to the task. So we'll see. All right. Um, Mississippi State at Ole Miss, ten and a half point dog for Ole Miss. What do they, what do they call it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi State, I can tell you, is seven and four. Yeah, they're eighteen. Yeah, they're they're sitting at eighteen. And they've lost to Alabama. They've lost a good team. Um, and Ole Miss has lost four in a row. They lost to and what's their record sitting at? They're five and six. They need this to get a bowl game, but they lost to Vandy, A and M, South Carolina, and Auburn the last four weeks. So they were five and two. Yeah, I think. Uh, give me, give me Mississippi State. Um, I, they, they still, I'm pretty sure, have, if not the best, top five defense in the country. Um, you know, they only gave up, like, 28 to Alabama, which is pretty solid. 24, yeah. I mean, they, they though Alabama beat the crap out of them, they still shut them down offensively. Uh, they're going to do that to Ole Miss. I, I would go here probably Mississippi State, like, 24 to 3 or something. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna shut them down, and they're also going to get a nice bowl game. Yeah, um, you know, they, they put up some points, except uh, Mississippi State's always put up points, except their last five games. They got shut out by Alabama. They only scored three against LSU, but then they scored 28 against AM, 45 against Louisiana Tech, and 52 against Arkansas. I think you're right. It's going to be probably like a 24-3, to 24 nothing, 28 nothing, 23 something like that. So Mississippi State as well. Next, uh, you got Syracuse, who just lost to Notre Dame, 36-3. to uh, at Boston College, Boston College just lost to Florida State. Florida State, but Boston College is a seven and a half point favorite. Brandon, 
radio right now. You know, sorry for it, but I heard on the radio that he, you know, he ran the ball and got on his tackle, then he got up, called play, and then walked to the line, and he passed the two steps back, and then just fell out. Yeah, it looked like he hurt his back. Mark May is the worst person in the entire world. Why would you even bring that up? Maybe the best spitter on earth. Give me BC today. I'll take BC. Just spit all over my mic. Yeah, I'm also going to take Boston College. Um, I They are at home, right? Okay, yeah, give me Boston College. Syracuse just got beat handily outside. Um, they're not that great outside, I think, normally. They're much better in the Dome. Being in Boston College, I think Boston College is going to beat them up. And for fun, I'm going to take Syracuse because we don't know if Dungy's playing or not. So just give me Syracuse. Tony? Yes. Um, so uh, college football should be fun this week. You should be interesting. Back up so we can... Yeah, I know. I'm going back. I'm scrolling up on my notes, and i got to scroll back up on this. Well, you're scrolling down on that. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting it's up. So the last thing here, the big game for Bear and I here, number four, Michigan, at number 10, Ohio State. Three and a half point dog for Ohio State. Brandon, you can go ahead first and tell us what you got. Yeah, and I know at the beginning of the year we were kind of doing our playoffs and everything. I said this is this has to be this has to be their mark all of the year. You know, they're he is the golden child at Michigan. He's the now promotion Douglas his bastard son. Is he Hornswoggle? Yeah, exactly. Greg Shiano is going to get fired. Just to, just to bank on that, going back, um, Michigan, it, it was 2000 that they beat Ohio State in Ohio State, and they were ranked one at the time. Um, other than that, they uh, they won in 03, and they won in 2011, um, both obviously in Ann Arbor as we went over. So since the millennium, Michigan has won three of 17 games. It's not a good record, according to my math. This game, this this I've, I've told everybody, um, 
Ohio State, Michigan, whoever, Havana. This is the first time I've actually been worried since 2011. Obviously, in 2011, Ohio State wasn't good. Um, so I, I didn't have much hope they were going to win that game. They almost did beat Michigan in Ann Arbor. Um, they ended up losing 40-34. to 34. Um, Ever since then, you know, the games have been extremely close. Um, besides 2014-2015, when 2014-2015, the, the Zeke years, when he just ran all over them. The last two years... The last two years, um, you know, they, I think uh, two years ago was the overtime game in Columbus. It was a great game. The, the JT Barrett first down, that was a first down. If you think anything otherwise, you're obviously not very smart or you're Stevie Wonder because you're blind. And then last year, uh, you know, it was nerve-wracking, but they pulled away as Dwayne Haskins came in after JT Barrett got hurt. This year, obviously, you know, Michigan had a great defense last year. They have another good defense this year, very good. Chase Winovich might not play. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he doesn't play, it changes the dynamic a little bit, I think. Um, Devin Bush Devin Bush has been injury-prone, and they need him. They need Chase off the other edge. So if they don't have him, it'll be huge. I really – I think he is, but like you said, he's banged up, you know. Um, Michigan's secondary, not the best. Um, they're good. They're good enough, but they're not the best. The, the key to the game, in my opinion – is if Winovich does play, if that defensive line is healthy, they're going to need to play Tate Martell. They're going to have to run more of a read option, and content, you know they're going to have to keep that edge on. And then if they do that and they succeed, Michigan's going to struggle. They are. That's going to open up the run game for everybody else. It's going to open up the pass game for Haskins when he comes back in because he's going to play a majority of this game. But they need to do that. Obviously, the other thing they need to do is sure up that defense. That defense is bad. They just gave up 51 points to Maryland and should have lost that game if Maryland's quarterback wasn't hot and nervous. Um, you know, if Michigan, you know, their key to win in all reality is you have to give the ball to Higdon. You have to run Higdon. If they don't run Higdon, it proves to me that Harbaugh, one, is scared of Urban and outcoaches himself and can't handle the pressure because Harbaugh, I don't know what his record is against Urban, but I think it's like 0-3 or 0-4 or something. I don't think he's ever beaten Urban. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, I think that Urban has his number. There's been a lot of rumors that saying this is it for Urban. I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. Um, I, I do think he's going to go, like you said, there's, you know, the, the sources he got were from Colin Calvert. Now, granted, don't get me wrong, he's been in the sports industry for a long time. He's got a lot of good sources. A lot of them are West Coast sources, so it, it still keeps me a little hard to believe of what's actually going on. It wouldn't shock me if he did, you know, 
leave. Um, with, I mean, you see him on the sideline. I don't know if it's Urban being Urban. I don't know if it really is these this brain cyst that he has. That is, it is a serious condition. No, no joke about it. Um, but you know, if he's like this, and, and this is how it is, and he gets stressed and, and whatnot from football, you know, this is why he left Florida. So I think that this is probably why he's going to retire from football for good. He probably will be an announcer. It's less stressful. Nothing on him. Give the team to Ryan Day or give the team to wherever the search goes. I've heard even Luke Fickle coming back as a rumor, which would be quite interesting. Um, obviously, he's turned Cincinnati into a decent squad. We'll see. Back to the game. Like I said, Michigan's got to run Higdon. Ohio State needs to you know, keep him honest with Martell and Dobbins. Mikey Weber is going to play. Um, I think they didn't want to sit him out last week, but he's healthy now. We're going to see exactly what happens. I'm, I'm very interested Three and a half point dog at home, man, that's tough. But all I can think about is that defense and Ohio State's really bad defense, and I really do think that they're just going to run Higdon. Uh, my gut tells me you got to take Ohio State. Ohio State's going to win in a close game. My head says pick Michigan. Screw my picks. I'm down by 11. I'm going Buckeyes. Uh, outright win. I'm not going to pick against my team. I. I w- I'm not going to bet on this game. There's no way. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. Um, and I, I do think that if Ohio State does lose, well, regardless, win or lose, I think Urban's done after the bowl game. If they lose and they give up a lot, I think Shiano is gone. I think Shiano's gone regardless. I think he's hot garbage. Um, and I didn't get into it. And, and, Gary, I don't know if you want to make your pick before I go into my, my little Bobby Carpenter story. You just want me to say it. It'll be quick. Um well, I want you to talk a little bit about that. I'm just going to add to this. Sorry, I had to, to fill up the fuel here. <laughs> you could hear it pumping. Oh, you were pumping? <laughs> I was pumping hard. And uh, <laughs> it wasn't two pumps. It was like 100 pumps. But, uh, you know, I'm, and I, I'm with you. I, I think the, the difference here, uh, and, again, I'm down by a, a shitload too. So I'm going to go with Ohio State as well in three and a half. If they lose, it, it, if it's by three, we still get our pick right. Great, but I don't care about that. I want them to win the damn game. I think that the biggest thing here, like you said, Michael Weber, you got to have J.K. Dobbins. And the big thing for me, I think, is Tate. Tate has to play. You have to involve Tate somehow in there. I think that's huge. I, I, I can't say enough about it. You know, they let him come in a little bit. I remember watching it from at the Michigan State game. Like, Tate comes in and, and does a play, and then Tate or uh, Dwayne's getting ready to come back in, and um, Urban goes back on the field. And just says no, pushes him back out there, pulls the wing back. I'm like, good, going to use him. And it was basically them showing Michigan, like, hey, we're going to show you what's up. And like you said, it's a rivalry game, yeah. so it's huge. And Ohio State has owned their ass since we've been adults, and I, I hope they still do it. Uh, it's, it's going to be if, if I don't think Michigan's seen an offense like Ohio State this year. You know, Dwayne, I know you're a big Dwayne Haskins fan. I'm a big fan of his too. He looks good. He, he makes some mistakes like any quarterback. But he has guys that drop the ball, too. It goes either way. But when he's on point, he's on point. And he's in the clutch. He is in the this last game. Granted, Maryland should have won that game. I was sitting there at the show watching this damn game with four guys on a little phone. Because yeah. we're sitting here and we're like, oh, shit. And I said, they're going to go for two. They, they have nothing to lose here. Exactly. And they went for it. And he was wide, wide open. open. And he started. threw it. Yeah. And started. he just he got excited and threw it to the side. And I was like, oh, my God, we have a chance. So I like with you. I know everybody's talking shit, and even that idiot on the the feed that said Notre Dame is 
trying to give us that. the Notre Dame record. Right, right. And I, <laughs> and I showed you guys that. And and I really do think that, you know, let let Michigan fans talk. You know why? Because they're nervous still. They haven't won a game since 2000. It's been seven years since they've had a victory against Ohio State. Ohio State, there's no... I was in my damn early 20s when they last one. I know. I mean, I was... You weren't even old enough to drink. I was... Legally. I was 20. Yeah, so no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was just 20, just turned 20 years old. Um, and you know what? To be honest with you, the pressure's on Michigan. Michigan has to win to get into the playoff. Right now, Ohio State, if they win, even if they beat Northwestern, they're not guaranteed the playoff. They aren't. They, in they my win. opinion, they're not getting in. If they win this game and they can't... If they win this game and go to the title game, you can't look past Northwestern. I know they're only seven and four or whatever. They're still tough. Exactly, and I think regardless, like I said, I, I'll, I'll give my scenario here after I give my little Bobby Carpenter thing. But with this, I don't think that regardless they they make it into the playoff. I really don't. So there's no pressure on them. The only pressure is that they're in Columbus. You know, they don't want to lose in front of the home crowd. So that makes a little bit of sense to me. You know, um, no one like like you guys were saying. No one who's at that school, no one who's been there coach-wise. There's not one coach, one player. I mean, obviously there's fans, but there's not a lot of people there. The, the students know. There's no one who's been who was there in 2000. Right. Didn't happen, you know? And so, I, I think you're right. They, they want to end this strong. I think I, I agree with you. Urban's done after this year yeah. with the health issues. So why not beat Harbaugh one more time? And then beat him one more time, beat Northwestern, get into a, a New Year's game. Not, maybe a New Year's Six game. Rose Bowl out. would be great. Rose Bowl is what I'm thinking against Washington or Washington State. And uh, if they went out and just win one for him and send him off into the into the sunset, you know, and call it a life for him. Yep. Um, okay. So my little Bobby Carpenter story. Um, I went to a Border Bash charity thing for the Boys and Girls Club in Northwest Ohio last Friday night. Where, where was that, by the way? Uh, the premiere. Uh, oh, down. yep. I was just in front of that today when I went to the license bureau. Yep. Um, and it was it's a great event, obviously, as I said, for the Boys and Girls Club of Northwest Ohio. They raised a lot of money. Their goal this year was twenty-five thousand. Um, the event went from six p.m. to ten p.m. They hit twenty-five thousand at about nine fifteen, right? And that was before all the silent auction stuff. So obviously they went way beyond that. So it was wonderful. Um, but Bobby Carpenter was there, and the funny thing is, when I walked in with a hot friend, we walked in and we had our tickets, so we were checking in. Um, and as we were about to walk in to go see uh, her work people, my parents and the neighbors, they were there. Um, you know, just to go say hi, go sit down, do whatever. And I saw this tall dude, tall blonde walking, short hair. And I was like, I, I turned to her, and she didn't know who it was. But I go, that looks like Bobby Carpenter. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So, of course, we're sitting at a table two away from him. And he's signing, you know, little pictures, little six-by-tens or whatever. And there was a couple people talking to him. So I was waiting. I was talking to her, and I was like, just waiting for these people to leave. I just want to, you know, ask them a couple questions. So finally they leave. I walk up to him. Hey, Bobby, you know, big fan, um, big Ohio State fan, big Cowboys fan. He said, I grew up watching pretty much my whole life because you played at Ohio State right there when I was growing up, um, you know, in my late teens. And you played, for, you were drafted by Dallas. I said, so it's huge. So, of course, the first question I ask is, you know, how was I playing for Jerry Jones, blah, blah, this and that. We didn't talk. And guy's a hell of a guy. He, I mean, he just talked, 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 talked. I mean, he was, he asked me my name. You know, he was very respectable. He asked my friend her name. My dad actually came up, didn't even know who it was. He was being weird, walking around, and came up, and he goes, oh, yeah, whatever. He said, dude, this is Bobby Carpenter. He goes, where's your long hair at? exactly what he asked him. Was he drunk? He, we had a little bit. I mean, we both had a little bit, and that's why I was rambling on and talking to him. 
I, I just wanted to know how it was. I, he's great friends with Tony Romo, by the way. Um, very good friends. Tony, he said Tony invites him over to his place when he, you know, he's down in Dallas around all the time. He's hung out with him and Jim Nance and nice. everything. Um, they both have uh, young Bobby Carpenter has four young kids. Obviously, Romo has three young kids. Their wives are friends, so they're actually good friends, which kind of surprised me. I didn't realize it. He said they're still great friends. He does Mac games for ESPN. Yep. Uh, still lives in Columbus, and he still works out at Ohio State every day. So I went into that. Said, okay, let's talk about the game, blah, blah, this. I go, one, what do you think about Urban? Do you think it's time? And he said, well, we'll see. You know, this and that. Um, I, I think he's a great coach. I think he's good for the university. Uh, with the health issues, I don't know. Which and this was before everything about the retirement rumors. So then we went into talking about the defense. I told him, I said, I'm not going to lie to you. I said, it's easy for fans to say this who haven't, you know, played the game at your level, who haven't done this. But I said, something isn't right with Shiana. I said, I don't know if it's because Coombs is gone, um, you know, whatever the case may be. I said, but something isn't right. I said, so what's your opinion on him, Bobby? I, like, I want to know what is your opinion on Greg Shiano. And he said that when he came, you know, when, when Shiano came in, he was not a fan. He wasn't. He said he grew on him, and I think he was giving a, uh, a respectable answer because I could kind Politically of see correct. It, I could kind of see as he was talking about it, it was kind of like a, eh, you know, the guy's all right, but whatever. So he said he's grown on, but he goes every day, and we talked about the schemes, and he said that it's correct. The schemes are bad. He goes, he goes. Shiano is playing linebackers too close to the line. Who besides Tough Orland, who shouldn't be playing this year, by the way, he tore his Achilles six months ago, and he's playing college football. He shouldn't even be playing. He even said it. He goes, he, he, that's what he said. He goes, the dude is tough. He goes, that's ridiculous. He should not even be playing this year. He goes, but we're playing young linebackers too close to the line, and they're getting beat. He said that there's, you know, there's no instinct in the secondary because they're playing up so close on the line is that the linebackers can't run back to make a play, and the secondary has to defend on them. He goes, so if you have a – it was funny as he brought this up. He goes, if you have a 190-pound, 200-pound running back going up against a 170-pound DB – Who's going to win that most of the time? The running back, you know, and then no one's behind you. And he said, that's why they're getting burned a lot, which is hilarious because what happened in the Maryland game? The same exact thing. And it was insane to hear him say that and then just walk and watch it. So even, and, and don't get me wrong, he's a great defensive mind. He played defense in, you know, obviously high-level high school, high-level college, in the pros for six, seven, eight years, whatever he did. And he, he knows what's going on. He's obviously very smart. And it sounded like he kind of wanted Shiano out. He wanted somebody else in there. So it's very interesting that his perspective was kind of the same as a fan's, more or less. But when he's, I mean, he's working out with the team, he said pretty much every day that, you know, through the week, when he can be there, if he doesn't have Mac games for ESPN, he lives in Columbus. That's where he works out. He works, and obviously you have a lifelong pass to, you know, football. So he talks with the kids and everything every single day. So it was an interesting perspective for him. I mean, he was a hell of a guy. It was great. Talked about, you know, playing for Jerry Jones and all that, which was kind of entertaining and talking about how he is a good guy. He does take care of everybody, he said, but he is the only, and it was funny, he was very, very honest. He said, he's the only, G, you know, he's the only owner who's a GM, and he said it shouldn't be that way. He said he needs to give it up. He said he's a great owner. He's wonderful. He, you know, he, he doesn't lie to you. He tells you how it is. He is a very, very good and genuine guy, he said, but he should not be GM of that team. I which I thought was very interesting. And, and, and he said that, I, off this, I asked him about Garrett Linehan, because obviously I'm pissed. He said that he does not, not a, not a fan, and he didn't like, I shouldn't say that, because he didn't say that. He said he's not a fan of Garrett because of the way he dicked over Romo. How about that? Interesting, yeah, because he's got, you know, they're friends there, so that's a big deal. 
to him. Um, you know, I, I, I agree. That's kind of a, a shitty situation. Um, and, and me, you know, being a, a friend that I am to you, I said, did you tell him about the podcast? I was trying to get him on. We could add a guest on. Yeah, no, la- last thing on my mind at the time, I was so, <laughs> you can, when, when you meet hot friends. Oh, dude, I would forget. No, when you, I'm just saying, when you meet hot friends and you, so met, I mean, I, you know, just talking to him the entire time, I kept telling her, I'm going to talk to him. Gonna talk. I even told her, I said, he was drafted by Dallas first round, 18th overall. Didn't look it up, just knew it. Top of my head, I, I could just remember that. So at the end of our conversation, I said, sorry, so I don't want to take up any more of your time. It's been like 15 minutes at this point. I can I can see people kind of like around, you know, and I'm like, I, I'm done. I, I, I need to stop pestering you. I'll let you get to the other people who want autographs. Because the first thing I said was, I don't want an autograph. I just want to talk. And I think people respect that a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Autograph. I already have his autograph. I just want to talk. I have Schlegel. And I, was talking I have Schlegel, Carpenter, and, and of course, he's, he's great friends with Laurinaitis, Hawk, and Schlegel, Schlegel. still. Yep. Um, so that's that's really cool. But, um, you know, I, I asked him, I said, okay, I said, obviously you remember, you know, where you were drafted. I said, I told her, my hot, you know, hot friend, I, I, I told her, I said, okay, this is where he was drafted. Can you tell her where he was drafted so she can look at me like you're crazy? And, of course, that's what he said. He goes, yeah, first round, 18th overall. I said, see, there you go. <laughs> I said, I, I, I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I know where Bobby Carpenter was drafted in 2007 or six or whatever he was drafted. I, so. I, I know. And, and when we see her, um, you know, we'll see her at the charity event we're going to in a couple of weeks. Um, and I'll ask her about that too. I'll be like, he was probably so focused on seeing him and like had things in his mind that the podcast was the fur- furthest thing from it. Now, when I see people, I'm the same way. Like when I do new business with people, and we get to know each other. They ask about stuff. I'm like, oh, we have this podcast. You know, what do I do as a hobby? I do this podcast. But if I were to meet somebody like that, I will forget about the podcast as much as I don't want to because I'm going to think of stuff like, what do you think about this? What do you think yeah. about that? Because the good thing is – you're never going to be able to ask that question. Right. Again. And the good thing is you were able to just bring it to the show. So yeah. that's awesome. I'm going to get the knowledge regardless. And, and Brandon, you got to be a Bobby Carpenter fan. He did play for the Lions for a couple of years. You're still here? I was just making sure you were still alive over there. It was cool. I, I know how you like meeting people like that. You would have actually had a blast talking to him. He was very smart, very nice. He did make fun of a Notre Dame fan, which was fantastic. So I was I was happy about that. It made him even better. Yeah. But this Notre Dame fan was at an Ohio State-Michigan border bash being obnoxious. So he kind of deserved it. So... No, they norm they norm yeah, no, they normally just get one guest a year, so he was the guest this year. Um, he, he said that he was, he had to do a Mac game somewhere. So he was like up here and then had to be back down to Columbus and then back like out east, I think somewhere. I couldn't remember exactly what it was. I was more interested in the Cowboys and, and Buckeye stuff. But yeah, he, he used the speaker there and he was, he was really cool to talk about all that. Said that, uh, you know, uh, he, he predicted Ohio State to win. Like I think he said 27, 24 or something like that. I think that's what he ended up saying with there, but it was, it was a very good time. Obviously everything was a good cause and, and got to meet that. So I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, we can, we can finally get into NFL picks. Now well, well, long well, story. Wait a minute though. Right. We did not get into uh, a, a debate this week and I just looked at my notes and I'm like, Oh, we didn't do our special segment. So I'm just going to come up with one on the fly. Um, who's the better coach, Lou Holtz or Urban Meyer? Urban Meyer. 
Brandon? Oh, I said, who's the better overall head coach? Urban Meyer. Obviously, Urban Meyer. He has more championships than Rudolph. <laughs> and he doesn't spit. He might he might have a lot of heart conditions and brain cysts, but at least he doesn't spit everywhere. So, well, that was a quick one. That was just on the fly. Um, so we're already an hour and a half in, but I, I, do want, I do want to cover that game from last night real quick. So, Bear, you and I talked before the show. The over-under, we knew going into it, we were betting the over big. Yeah. And I bet the over big. Um, you know, 64 points. I just laughed at it. I'm like, are you serious? This is going to be huge. It's going to be like 80. And it ended up being 100, 105 to be exact. And the spread was three. So the spread ended at three, but it opened to three and a half. It, it actually opened at one, but when they moved it to LA, it opened to three and a half, reopened. And then it closed at three. But you took it at three and I a half. I got it at three and a half. Which is awesome. Uh, so you won. Thursday. So I got that and the over in a tiny parlay, but enough to. Uh, even me up for my losses in the bet week because I went about way too strong on Tennessee. What a mess that was. Right. Um, so, right. so I, so I ended up breaking back even at least for the week, which was nice. Broke um, back there. Yeah. That's, I, I would have been freaking Tennessee. I should have took everything on the over, but I kind of talked myself out of it. But yeah. Amazing game. Certainly a Super Bowl preview possibly, but oh man, New Orleans, dude. Holy shit. I mean, they absolutely just make Philadelphia look like a college team. If New Orleans defense is finally coming on strong since they got um, help. Help? No, who no, they? they probably did get help. The corner, Ohio State. Lattimore. Yeah, thank you. Because they got. Well, he, he's. No, no. Who got traded over there, though? Oh, Eli Apple. Apple. The other Buckeye. Yeah, so um, the other thing there is. Did you notice or happen to notice? I want you to go back and see this. I, I, I thought I was crazy, but I noticed it every time. Every time the center for the Chiefs always looked, always was getting ready to snap, he would look to his left, look back, and snap. I'm like, you just time that out. When he looks left, looks back, you snap it. Yeah. I noticed it I, like five or six times, and it just stuck out because I'm, I see this helmet moving. What the hell is he doing? What's he looking at? Because it's just a quick look. And I'm like, is he looking at the line? What? What could he possibly be looking at? He's got to see someone out of the peripheral, probably, wherever. I mean, I don't know. But every play, he was just quick, look left and look back, and then he'd snap. So And, and to be honest with you, I mean, Kansas City was getting just – and I hate how they did this. They said they made it an all-star ref squad, like it would be a playoff. Right. And the refs were trash. I think at one point it was like 9 for 92 to Kansas City to zero penalties for the Rams. I mean – that officiating was terrible. There was a lot of bad calls in that game, and Kansas City still only lost by three. I think they're a really good squad. Um, I really do think now they're going to roll through the AFC. They should have beat the Rams last night, to be honest with you. They kind of blew it in the I last think, 10 minutes. But. I think looking back, your New Orleans pick looks great, and Kansas City's looking like it's going to be a fun Super Bowl if those two get there. But don't put it past Tom Brady. Don't put it past Ben Roethlisberger to get in there. You know, their experience, they've been there. Are. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, with the NFC – it's looking more and more like it's the Saints. I mean, they, they handled the Rams when they had them. And, uh, I mean, we're going to see. They're going to be fighting for Minnesota here, too. They might not even make it. Yeah. You know what? It'll be interesting. Well, he's got Minnesota over Pittsburgh, and I've got New England. I think all of us have the potential to get one of them right. Like, oh, yeah. I can have New England, or and he could have Pittsburgh. You're probably going to have New Orleans. But, I mean, anything can happen. Drew Brees could get hurt tomorrow. Hey, 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 hey. I hope it doesn't happen, but you never know. And, um. But it'll be interesting. It should be a fun year. And uh, that just goes to show you last night what we're looking at for the future with uh, the Rams and the Chiefs. Potential Super Bowl, you know, for the next five years could be, uh, especially with Brady going out, other, other you know, guys retiring and Roethlisberger's getting older. 
and Drew Brees obviously is not getting any younger. He's going to be there probably for another three, four, five years. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's going to be tough for and, people. And also, I saw this, and, and I know that we're going to go way long on this, but I saw this, and it was a great fun fact someone posted on Twitter. The, the Saints traded up and almost got Mahomes. Like, if, if that would have happened, I mean, could you just mark Wallace down for the next 18 Super Bowls? Probably. I mean, that's absolutely insane if they would have got him to back up Breeze. Holy shit. That would have been absolutely insane. With Sean Payton and Michael Thomas and Kamara and Ingram. What draft did they did, did they get Mahomes in? I think 15 or 16? Kansas City got him at 10. Oh, well, 16. Kansas City got him at 10. And that's the same year they got uh, Hunt, right? Yeah, they got Hunt in the third. Third, yeah. yeah. The same draft. It's kind of like Dallas. Same same draft. Yeah. Got Zeke and uh, Dak. Yep. It's interesting. It certainly is. I mean, and that's why drafts are very important, unless this year when no one gets coming out and you get Amari Cooper instead for a first time. Which is great, by the way. I totally agree. Um, so let's get right into these NFL picks. So the first game, we've got... Uh, well, hold on a second. Let's yes. start off with the podcast. I'll go over really fast. So we're still up by one on Wellington Wieners. Which would be me. Gary's burner team. Mr. Perfect with the big four, four wins last week dropped down to 100. Yeah, <laughs> but let's just talk about that real quick. So everybody, Jake, myself, Bear, Brandon, and podcast were six and six. However, the podcast should be asterisk seven and five. But Bear was uh, drinking a little bit too much and accidentally marked the Jaguars when Brandon and I took the Steelers. So who should have won, by the way? And and so it kind of worked out for me against the podcast because I was one behind. Yep. And now I'm truly one behind because I missed the Browns game and now we missed the Jags game. So. Now it's it's 103 to 104, really, but on there it's 103 to 102, yep. right? So we know what it is. We should be further ahead. I should be further ahead of that. And But that shows us, like, we can see where we are. So, Barry, you're at 101. Where would you fall in right there on the list? I would be third. I'd be tied for first, obviously. Yep. Um, but we missed the pot, so actually I'd still be one behind. Brandon at 95, where would he be? He would be sixth. All right. And then who, who had the biggest week last week? Um, let's see. Jay Bird had eight. That's Johnny. Joe Schmo had eight. Nice. Ex-wife had eight. So three people had eight. And an ex-wife would have had nine, but she took the Chiefs. And I know Johnny and Joe Schmo must have taken the Rams uh, because she was ahead. So, you know, good week for them. Where's Johnny sitting at now? Johnny is he's in sixth. He just jumped top friend, actually, by one. How'd she do? She only got five. Yeah. So she's back to ten behind, but still totally achievable. Um, any Anyone really... You know, you just saw what we did. We just put up six. So. But, but the top was eight, so we got lucky. Yeah. We got lucky that that, uh, you know, that well, we had, had a rough week. we had seven. But you know that's okay. We'll forgive him. We're all human here. Um, but this week we're going to make sure he gets it right. So let's get right into it. We got a trifecta on Thanksgiving. First game: Bears at Lions. What do we got, Brandon? What? He's playing. He'll be playing. <laughs> he will be playing. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know what Dude, they're they're leading. They they're not gonna lose that division. Would they be? The Panthers. 
not a what if. You have to pick it now. Okay. Well, that was dumb. <laughs> Trubisky, Trubersky will play, um, and they will Trubersky. win. <laughs> yes, the Lions did win. You are welcome. Um, I was in the end zone at the two-point conversion, and I was yelling, Christian McCaffrey's wide open, Christian McCaffrey's wide open, and Cam is staring at everyone but Christian McCaffrey, and then threw the ball away. Um, of course, the typical classy Lions fans, you know, I was wearing my Ohio State hoodie, and they or my a Dallas Cowboys hoodie, and they couldn't get enough of it. So, of course, I had to rub it in after they won on a game-winning field goal, let everyone know who really did win around there. But I also saw about 20 more Cowboys fans in there and 100 <laughs> other fans that weren't Panthers or Lions fans. But, you know, it's just typical, and I've, I've come to expect it, and I kind of like it, actually, a little bit. So, so the Bears? Yeah, Bears. And the Bears. So plug that in right now. Don't screw it up, please. Next game, we've got uh, the Redskins. Remember I called this? Redskins are going to lose. Cowboys are going to win. They're going to play each other for the division lead. Now Alex Smith, horrific injury. Horrific. Did you see that it was the same day, the same Theismann, final 33 score years. as Joe Theismann? 33 How years. And Theismann, Theismann tweeted it. Yeah. Yes, same yard line, and, and it, it basically twisted off is basically what they said all the way around. Um, Alex Smith's out. Brandon? What do you got? And, and Colt McCoy yeah. is the starter. Yeah, Colt McCoy has started as a play um, four years. Uh, going to the Dallas, Dallas, did that whole lot. So you guys know they play better at home. The Eagles, the Steelers, the Cowboys. Bear. Young ball, beat that, young ball. Um, so you got a lot of errors. By the way, uh, Colt McCoy has never lost to the Cowboys. Just throwing that out there. The last time he, the last time he played in Dallas. He beat the living shit out of the Cowboys. I think it was on Monday night. Went uh, 25 for 30 for like 277 and two touchdowns. That's not happening against this defense. Not against this defense. He didn't let me finish. It's not <laughs> happening again. And Colt McCoy will have a loss against the Cowboys. As much as I want them to lose, this is so disappointing. They're, yeah, they're going to win that division. They're going to sneak into the goddamn playoffs, and they're going to give Garrett a fucking extension, and they're just going <laughs> to... They just hate me. I don't know why. They absolutely hate me, and I'm so mad that this is going to happen. Well, if it's, they're going to win the division at freaking 9-7, and seven, and they're going to get stomped out in the first round, and they're oh, um, so mad. Maybe maybe they'll rally around. Maybe the they'll still fire is, Garrett. The good news is, is after this week, when they do beat Washington, they're going to get the asses handed to it by the Saints because they play them oh, next yeah. Thursday. <laughs> yeah, they're done. <laughs> no way. He gets 70. Sneaky prediction. Mitchell Tversky plays. <laughs> no, I, I think AP gets 70. Sneaky prediction. Brandon has six plates of food on Thursday. Agreed. <laughs> is that the over-under? Over no, I'll set the over-under at three and a half dinner plates. Not dessert, but mm-hmm. dinner plates. Three and a half. Three and a half. I'm going to have to – I think it's going to be a wash. I think he, he doesn't finish that fourth plate. He Ooh. gets three and a half. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> That appreciated. Thank you. And the night game, Falcons and Saints. I think we can mark this across the board, too. Yeah, this will be a fun night game, finally. Normally, it's been like Patriots-Jets the last couple of Thursday nights on Thanksgiving, which has always sucked. Um, actually, no, I lied. I think the Pat- or I think the Packers and Vikings played last year, or maybe it was the... Yeah, but Rodgers was hurt. I think that's why it wasn't any good. Um, but yeah, this will be a fun one. I, I think Atlanta will keep up with them for maybe a little bit longer than other teams have here recently, but 
New Orleans should blow the crap out of them. I wonder what the over-under is going to be on this one. That's going to be close to 60 as well, I bet. Probably like 57, I would say. It'll be tight. Yep. Um, all right, next game. I think this is an interesting game. It shouldn't be, but I think it is. Yeah. Gi- Giants and Eagles. Brandon? I like it. Um, it's going to be close. I, I think that the Eagles do win at home. Wentz has not been playing great after, uh, well, the second half against Dallas, he played well, but the first half he played like shit. Um, he played very, very bad against the Saints. But the Eagles aren't going to lose to the Giants at home. They always play crazy-ass games, though, so it'll be interesting. But give me the Eagles at home. And I'm going to take the Giants, so we as a podcast are going to take uh, the Giants. I know. And they gave it. Uh, they gave this hypothetical. You should have seen it. So right now the Giants are sitting at three and seven, right? Yeah. They win. They're four and seven. Yeah. Okay. Eagles would be four and seven. Yep. Cowboys are going to lose next week, and so if the Giants can win this week, next week they're going to be six and seven. They'd be tied with Dallas because Dallas would be. Dallas would be six and six. Oh, they'll be six and six. So maybe are they three? Maybe they're three and six right now. No, they're three and seven. Look, Giants are. Yeah. So they could be four and seven. Yeah, you're. You're. I mean, they're. They're Dallas is two games ahead of them, so they'd have to be. And they play again. I mean, Dallas have to lose the next two. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, they won't. Now, who do they play after the Saints, the Cowboys? Maybe it's the Giants. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But they, they still have an outside shot to get the playoff, too. Yeah. I think the, the Redskins now, they lost Alex Smith. They're going to fold. Um, you know, they had a good start. Unfortunately, it's not those two wins that Barrett talked about at the beginning of the year, 1-15 and 15 for the Redskins. So. <laughs> Can't be right all the time, guys. Can't be right all the time. That's right. We play the Giants. Oh, last game of the year. Yeah, it's not even the last Who game. Who do they of the have year. after the Saints? Uh, they go Redskins, Saints, and that's it. Both of those are at home, by the way. Good. Oh, and at home again against the Eagles. So they play three straight home games. So this is a big stretch. And they play at the Colts, back home against the Buccaneers, and then at the Giants. So, I mean, Dallas can go. <laughs> they could go 5 and 1 in their last six. Like, that's absolutely they're, ridiculous. They're going to the, lose to the Saints, and the Colts are going to. Colts I, will be a good look game. Out for the, look out for the Colts. Buccaneers are trash right now, and the Giants, you know, they're gonna have, they're gonna have to play. They, so, so they could finish they, five and one, like you said. What are they sitting at right now? Five and five. So yeah, they ten, and, ten six. and six, which would be nuts. I think they're gonna go nine and seven though. Um, <laughs> I do want to get the phone hung up on you right now. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> All right. Next game: Jaguars and Bills. They have no chance. They have no choice but to win out right now to even sniff playoffs. And they should have so. beat Pittsburgh. They should have. Um, and Fournette's back. He's going to run off. Yeah, he's he going to run on the Bills. So I'm taking the Jaguars too. Next, Seahawks and Panthers. Um. Yeah. This is. Oh, sorry to interrupt, Brandon. Um. I, Seriously. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I see uh, that I'm going to be, nope, you're all wrong, sir. I'm taking the Panthers at home. Um, they've got embarrassed by Pittsburgh. They've got embarrassed by Detroit. They will not get embarrassed by Seattle at home. Um, and also, I'm pretty sure the Panthers are undefeated at home right now. I think they're 5-0 or 4-0. So, uh, give me the Panthers. Give me the Sea Chickens. So, us as a podcast taking the Seahawks. You got that right? I got I got the Seahawks and the Jags right. I picked the Bills. We got it. It was a joke. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but you got the Giants for us, though. Yeah, unfortunately. Raiders at Ravens. Raiders for the win. Oh, just just <laughs> write that one right across the board, too. No, it's no, going to be his, the better quarterback. Yeah, he's Oh, he is. Yeah, Ravens are going to win at home. Ravens, 49ers at Bucks. What? Dude, what did you just say? Well, that that uh, what's his face? Nate Mullen. Nate Nick Mullen. Yeah, that dude's a stud. What are you talking about? Don't have a quarterback. He's better than Jameis or Fitzpatrick. Where'd Brett Favre play? Where? No. Mississippi, Southern Mississippi. There you go. That's where he played. Knob. Um, After all that, yeah, um, I think with James back at home, they'll probably end up winning. Um, the 49ers just aren't, like I said, great quarterback. I shouldn't say great quarterback. He's been a good villain, uh, better than most expected. I'm gonna say Tampa at home. Though. I don't think that the uh, don't think that the Niners are gonna pull this one. Off. Brandon, we're aligning here. Brandon, we're aligning here. So far, we're three for three on the. Well, no, we're we have four disagreements so far. Three of them are you and I. Uh, and so I've sided with one of you, obviously, every time. You guys have not sided together yet, me going against I you. I just took the box. I just switched. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah, I'm not paying attention, but I caught it this time. All right, check. here. Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants, Jags, Hawks. Okay. I got it, Nobby. Maybe we're going to disagree here soon, hopefully. Well, I don't think we're going to go two and one, because last week there was a few that I was different than you guys. Um, but this next one, so Browns at the Bengals. Brandon. They have no chance. They always know how to play football. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Browns here. I think that Hugh Jackson with the Bengals made them worse. Um, I think that's very clear. Marvin Lewis Lewis has retaken over the defense, which is trash. Um, I don't know what hiring Hugh Jackson or yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know what that did because they got rid of um, Haley at the same time, which was their offense. Greg Williams has changed the offense around. Has a different offensive coordinator for help. So it's not like you can get in there and, and tell anyone tendencies or anything. Obviously, they're going to change snap counts. They're going to change all the basic stuff, which is quite clear. So I'm not exactly sure what the Bengals are thinking by this, and this is going to be their downfall right here after starting year what four and zero. Right. Yeah, they're they're about to lose uh, about to lose to the Browns. So um, Browns, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a score on this one. Give me uh, 28-17. It's going to be big. 
Yeah, I, I think it's going to be like 38 to 27, something like that. You know, I agree. It's going to be some scoring. Um, Denzel, yeah. Denzel Ward will have a pick six in this game. Right down. I agree. And uh, Baker, you know, he's just coming on strong. Here's a fun fact for you. Well, first off, the Steelers are two and a half games ahead. That's their division. They're not losing it. And uh, they're two and a half ahead of Baltimore and Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's one and two in the division, Baltimore two and three. And Cleveland's one, one and one. They're three, six and one. So they're, if they win, they'll be a half game behind Cincinnati for last place. Here's a fun fact for you. Steelers started out one, two and one. Jaguars started out three and one. Since then, the Steelers have won six in a row. The Jags have lost six in a row. Jags are three and seven. Steelers are seven, two and one. So pretty interesting to see. Um, yeah, we're taking the Browns. So again, we differ. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine games, and we had five differences so far. So it's pretty big for us. This one's going to be the same, though. I personally here. I hope this one's going to be the same. Patriots and Jets. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I think the next one's going to probably be the same two Cardinals and Chargers. Chargers just embarrassed by Denver. Last second field goal. I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, I'll take Chargers. Chargers here. Steelers at Broncos. Steelers. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers, but this is going to be close than most people think. I really do. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they get any weather as well. I know they haven't had the best weather here lately, so we'll see what they can be done. But Denver just upsetting L.A. in Denver. so Or no, in L.A., excuse me, now they're back home. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Denver pulled the upset. I don't think they will, but I wouldn't be shocked. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Steelers. Pittsburgh. Yep, Dolphins at Colts. two games out. Yeah, and, and I'm very happy, and I think they play Houston here coming up very, very soon. Yep. I'm very happy that Luck is playing well because I don't like how when he got hurt, everyone's like, oh, he's not good, he's overrated, he's done. No, Andrew Luck's a very good quarterback. Yes, he he's is. a great NFL quarterback. He's just got to be healthy. And you know what? I think he's understood now he needs to stop running. He's sitting in the pocket, and I mean, that dude is slinging the ball, and the less running he's doing, the less likely he is to get hurt. And that offensive line is revamped. Um, Brandon, your boy, Quentin Nelson, is, I mean, he's having one hell of a year. He might be. He could be rookie of the year as a freaking lineman. I mean, on offense, that's right. That's insane. And I want to throw a stat out to you guys real quick. So we've got five teams that have won four games in a row or more. Can you name them? Colts. That's one. Texans. That is two. How many have they won in a row? Seven now. Six. Seven. Seven now. They started zero and three. Another seven and three. Pittsburgh. Next. Yep. Two more. Saints. One more. NFC Bears. Yep, Bears. Wow. Four in a row. Okay. They were three and three. They won four in a row. Now they they are seven and three. And the Vikings are five four and one. And Packers are four five and one. Which, by the way, is the next game. So Packers and Vikings Sunday night. They tied in their last game, by the way. They did. Um, and that was. Yeah, that was thanks. That was <laughs> that was in Green Bay, 
Uh, Green Bay blew an eight-point lead with like a minute and a half left to go. Um, uh, Minnesota drove all the way down the field, ended up tying after a few missed field goals. I I think that Minnesota does beat them, and this will eliminate Green Bay from the playoffs. Um, not a not a good chance to go nine six and one and make the playoffs. Um, that, that means they have to win out as well, and I don't think they will. I know they still have the Bears again. They have a couple other decent teams they got to play. Uh, but I, I do think the Vikings win this at home. Give me Minnesota. I agree. And then they play uh, the Cardinals, Falcons, Bears, Jets, Lions. So all winnable after that. So they could. You know, it's a favorable schedule for them. But they got to win. But they got to win. And I think they lose this week as well. So Monday Night Football, two talk about teams that have gone – you know, kind of, I don't want to say opposite ways. Titans were strong until this last week, got embarrassed. So Titans. Mariota did get hurt. Yep, Titans at Texans. We all did. He's on a plane right now. He's on a plane right now. Don't care. Just make a pick. Just pick the Texans. Let's move on. Jesus. Texans, eight straight. Easy. Texans, agreed. And uh, we're running on two hours. We haven't done a two-hour show in a while. Uh-huh. Brains over here talking about last team that started owning three for the last hour and a half. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about anymore. Right. So let's let's go to our DraftKings picks. Uh, quarterback. Dubzilla. Go. <laughs> yeah, we're going through a tunnel right now. Tunnel. Okay. Fun. Exciting. Uh, my quarterback this you're welcome. My quarterback this week is going to be Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to light up that, that Bengals defense. Um, he's going to give Hugh Jackson nightmares for uh, not playing him correctly. Baker Mayfield. I was going to take Baker, but give me Drew Brees. Thanksgiving night against Falcons, he's going to light him up. Running back Brandon. James. Or Mister. Um, this is going to be a tough one for me. I, oh, geez, running back this week, man. A lot of decent running backs out there, but I'm going to go with something a little bit off the wall. Tariq Cohen against the Lions defense. I hope you are right. McCaffrey was not used correctly last week as he should be. There was a lot of holes open that they could have used, and they can use Tariq Cohen the same way. So I'm going Tariq Cohen this week. Give me Zeke. Wide receiver. I don't. Galladay played well last week. He's going to be, I mean, he's a stud. I like Galladay a lot. I, I mean, if, if, they, if they use him the way they should, uh, Galladay absolutely is a monster. Um, you know, he's, he's big, he's lanky, he can play football. Uh, and at least he can catch the ball like Calvin Johnson, so that's a good thing. I knew he'd love that. Wide receiver this week, um, Jarvis Landry has been not great. Not great all year. 
I think he finally gets his first 10 catch, first 100 yards, first touch, or I, I, he's gotten touchdowns, but, um, you know, he'll, he'll get a touchdown here. But 10 catches, over 100 yards, touchdown for Jarvis Landry this week. I like it. Um, pair me up. Uh, well, I was going to pair me up, but, uh, yeah, do it. Give me Michael Thomas. I like it. like it a lot. You know, big week. Brandon, tight end. I know you like those. Consistent. Yeah, he, he did well against the Lions last week. Um, tight end for me. Ooh, kind of want to pick Rico Gathers just swain is out, but it's so stupid. Oofa. Um, so actually, I'm gonna go on the other side of the ball there. Give me Jordan Reed. It seems like he's been a cowboy killer. So I'm gonna take Jordan Reed this week. Yeah, usually tight ends are cowboy killers. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't even think about that when you said it. Either. No, I didn't. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, I like it. All right. The tight ends or the cowboy killers? <laughs> Both. Ooh, <wow. laughs> Man, I don't know what I'm going to do here. Uh, I'm sitting here thinking about it like, God. I just want you so much time. Give me Kittle. All right. I like it. That's a good pick. Well, you go in the other way of that game, go to Cameron Brake, and those get Howard out for the rest of the year. Yep. Brandon, defense. Yeah, I'm on that bandwagon. I already picked them up in another league, so Ravens defense on the show. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, give me the Jags, man. I think they, I think they turned around. I'll take the Jaguars. If Josh Allen comes back and plays at the pick six or Oliver. Right, and uh, you remember, I just remember that commercial because we're talking about defense. How about we show a little love to offense? Offense. <laughs> and offense. Then, and then when you, you got a nickel for a nickel package and a dime for a dime package. <laughs> that commercial was great. Oh, you kids in the TV. Yes. Yes, it was great. <laughs> so, Brandon, last thing we got here, top three rivalries in sports. Rivalry. Number three. Rivalry. Rivalry. What I said last week. Why yeah. will we? Made me think of that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Rivalry. Can't see it. Rivalry. Brandon, number Push, 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 push. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're Okay. Um, my number three um, is outside of football. It would probably be Yankees and Red Sox, and I don't like either team. I just think it's a great rivalry. I enjoy watching um, Pedro Martinez throw down Don Zimmer. Uh, that was exciting. Um, no, a lot of the good fights. Jason Veritek. Um, did, he, did he fight Pedro? Hey, A-Rod, that's right. Who, who pet fight? Who pet fight somebody? Uh, no idea. Ted, yeah, right? Ted Williams, maybe. I can't remember. I don't think Andy Pettit's that old. Um, no, yeah, Boston, Boston, New York, though, is a great rivalry. Mostly for the fight, that's why I enjoy most. I have a 3-1 and a 3-2 or 3-A, 3-B. He's a brain with your honorable mentions. Steelers-Cowboys, just because that's big for us and uh, with the ex-wife, too. And then uh, I'm going to go not... Uh, football or any contact sport related, 
Dale Earnhardt versus Jeff Gordon. <laughs> the Intimidator all the way, Brandon. Good one. What's your number two there, Dub? You you are a Rainbow Warrior. Shut up. Did they ever play five times in a year? No. I mean, what if they have like a tournament at the beginning of the year? Like the Maui Invitational. They won't play each other. Oh, okay. Just curious. Two. My number two, um, I think that is a good just overall rivalry. Um, something that really sparked back up in 09 that didn't last very long. Uh, Celtics-Lakers, Yep. Uh, I think that's a fantastic rivalry, you know, being able to watch a lot of highlights from back in the day in the 80s, Bird and Magic was fun, um, 09 was good with Kobe and uh, the big, the first big three, Allen, Garnett, and Pierce, so give me a Celtics-Lakers. So, 2A, two, 2B, two, 2A, two Lakers, Celtics, 2B, Red Sox, Yankees. Okay. That's it. Brandon, newer Uno. No, we're good. I didn't want to give honorable mentions. Because these are all in the top for me. Of course, the teams I like all have big rivals. But number one, yeah. Bear, Bear and I are going to agree on number one. And you probably yeah. should, too. Jesus. Look what you did. <laughs> Look what you started. You don't get honorable mentions if you're not here in person, so. You just did, though. Knob slob. Yeah, obviously, obviously Ohio State, Michigan, best rivalry in football, pro, college, doesn't matter. Greatest rivalry of all time. So much bad blood, so much hatred, so much annoying Michigan fan talk. Oh, wait, sorry, that was a little bit biased. Um. I mean, it's 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 called the game for a reason, and others may want to try to put that on, but there is no game like Ohio State Michigan. No matter if Ohio State's two and ten, Michigan's ten and two, vice versa, the games are usually pretty darn good. Um, there's not many blowouts in the series as of late, uh, and I don't think there will be going forward. I think it's going to be tight here for the next few years as well. Both both teams being solid, a lot of recruits coming to both schools here. Um, so definitely number one, best rivalry ever. I agree. I'm not even going to say anything else. I'll just echo you. Um, so long episode here. Uh, thanks, as always, to our sponsors. Wait, wait. My honorable mention, uh, Anthony Wayne Springfield. Yeah, there we go. Nothing? Brandon? <laughs> who was, who um, who was, uh, what the hell would you guys Heidelberg. Uh, who was Heidelberg's rival? Notre Dame. So you had to play somebody. Didn't you run up your mom's credit card on Domino's Pizza? Didn't you run up your mom's credit card on Domino's Pizza? It's <laughs> a good story, though. I, I, I thought you did. I thought she complained about that. No. <laughs> Pizza Hut. <laughs> 
Get the story right. Rusty Wallace? They tried to recruit me for college. I didn't go. Rusty yeah, Wallace, Baldwin Wallace, doesn't matter. We're winning. You still hate him with a passion? No, I don't care. Oh, okay. Just curious. All right. I got my sacks. I'm sure you got I your sacks. I bet you did. I bet you did in college got those sacks. So we can thank everybody for you know listening to this wonderful story of Two Leader starring Dick Turner. <laughs> and uh, um, thanks, as always, to our sponsors, Randall's Quality Lawn Care, Verizon, PNC, All Wear Clothing, the original, and then, uh, of course, our new one, Dodge. So thanks to everybody for the sponsoring. Uh, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. I kind of want to drink a Two Leader right now. <laughs>